Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your humble game master, Tom, and this is Adventure 67. Glad to have you here. We are coming to you live on twitch.tv slash Bards. Also on our YouTube channel, you can catch the video as well as all your favorite podcasts. A uh, quick announcement of good stuff of our last adventure, which got pretty crazy where we didn't know what the heck was going to happen with Yaru. We had some big enemies show up, some big new allies show up and just a bunch of crazy stuff it was quite the adventure i recommend uh those of you who are patron supporters check out the after show it is by far the longest after show we've ever had a good 30 minutes of us just decompressing about everything that happened there and if you want to check it out you can uh, support the show for just a few bucks at uh, patreon.com slash inglorious bards definitely worth checking out Without further ado, let's get into tonight's adventure and see what the bards are up to and get a recap from Jeremy. Oh my gosh, we did so much uh, in the last episode. It started off with uh, an amazing script that went through and we found that Yaru, uh, through an accident or decision, had blood on his hands that erased the actual Scorial message from existence. It took it out of our memories, it took it off the world. And uh, it caused a lot of pain and basically undid all of the work that the Defenders had been doing for years. So naturally, the Defenders turned on Yaru, who was being reached out to by Raineth in the middle of the battle, trying to get him to be an ally for it. So it was a lot of confusion, a lot of really intense spells, but it ended up being a real victorious one for the defenders as Piercy slayed Raineth and actually took him down, this enemy that had been fighting us and been this really dark villain for almost the entire time that we've been doing this. Um, that said, now Raineth is gone, Yaru's still there, we're still being hammered on by this giant Goliath defender beast that was uh, coming after us, breaking up the tower, but we were able to really end it like with Raineth gone the, the the other creatures kind of died and, and went out of it and so we were able to continue to move forward well when we started running away from the Goliath beast because we didn't fight that thing we couldn't get away from it um Bali stopped us and cast an amazing spell that allowed him to regain information from stone called stone speak and we were able to recover the Scoriel passage so we got it back we we have recovered everything not only do we take care of Raineth we now got the message back we went into that portal that was further down inside the tower just to escape being demolished by this giant beast that was coming after us. Ended up in a completely different plane where we met some other uh, some other people. There was Ian and, and Morena who were there who mentioned to us that they have been watching us, they've been monitoring us, and they have been defending Varen against the Onocrin as well as other planes because they're working to try to stop the Onocrin from taking over because they're still a thing and they're attacking us now. In part of that conversation though, it was, she let know that Marina is Xanner's mother. And that was an amazing connection that Xanner found not only that his mother exists and is this person, but also that she has magic like he does, and that's where he got his, this elemental magic. As we were trying to decide what to do next, it, it ended up that we decided to create a nexus point back to this plane. 
The quill was charged by the death of Raineth, and so we had one more charge to use. So Xanner started creating the Nexus Point to this plane to get back to the Nexus so that we could recover and kind of talk about everything that had happened because Yaru was still in the shit. That's where we left off. As, as though it were any further that we could get, there was so much that had happened and gone through. But that's where we are. That's where we're going to get to and see if we can make it onto the next part. So with all of that, let the adventure begin! A cold, gray ocean stretches out infinitely in all directions. This is an unnamed world, unreachable by any other place. There are no cities, no people, no continents, just ocean, wind, and waves. With one exception, rising out of the gray waters is a narrow island of stone. Its white cliffs stretch 200 feet up. Resting upon the top of these cliffs is a retreat of stone and magic, a place for rest and study. It is the Nexus, created by a wizard long ago and now home to our heroes. There is a small library that contains powerful books, living quarters that are spartan yet comfortable, and a long conservatory with a glass ceiling and walls that look down at the crashing waves below. Long, cushioned benches line the walls of this conservatory. Upon one of these benches, Xanner and Palik have stacked a mound of pillows and laid together under a warm blanket. While a fireplace crackles in the other room, Xanner holds Palik tight. Hmm. I think it's starting to rain. Yeah, I like the sound of the drops on the windows. The last few days have been crazy. With the tower, Raineth, and Yaru... I'm glad we have time for a break. Time for us. Bleak pulls Xanner's arm around her and snuggles even closer into his chest. I'm glad to have you, Xanner. Whatever moments we can steal away are important to me. Stealing moments, are we? Well, you are a master thief. You even stole my heart. I'm serious, Xanner. We're lucky to have each other. No one else in our group has what we have. And who knows when we'll get time together again. You make it sound like this is the last time we'll be together. We'll have all the time we want once we're done saving the world. Maybe. Maybe I'm just glad we have each other. Right here. Right now. My soul needed a break. Rain patters against the windows on the ceiling, mixing with the sound of waves below hitting the cliffs. How about this, Palik? When this is all said and done, with the enemies of Arenor all gone, let's... Get away from everything. What do you mean? When things settle down, I'll buy you the nicest clothing shop in the richest city and fill it with the finest cloths and silks for you to make anything your heart desires. Ooh, that sounds nice. Will you hire me a couple of man-sewers for me to boss around? You can hire and fire as many as you want. 
I'd like that. I can see the name on the sign over the door. Make it so. You'll get that in a few minutes, I promise. Xanner pictures Polik in her shop with sewing needles in her hair, then holds her tight while they lie on the cushioned bench. And I'll be your first customer. Make me uh, a fancy robe with gold trim. What about you? What do you want to do when this is all over? I... I don't really know. I mean, I thought I knew. I've had the rest of my life all thought out many times, even since I was a boy. Work the Ember Lantern, making drinks and cleaning tables, take over for my dad when he was too tired of it, and make the tavern my own. Then I started training in magic with Gabe, and I, though I thought I would be the town's local magician. You know, helping fix a broken gate with a spell, or scaring off wolves with a flash of fire. Then this happened. The Defenders. All of this. Adventure, danger, traveling between worlds, battles, armies. People's lives in my hands. Yelena? The world has totally changed around me. I'm not sure what's going on, let alone know what I'll do when it's all over. It's not just the world that's changed. It's you too. You're not the same young gnome you once were. You've done things you've never thought possible and explored the secrets of Berlin. That changes a person. And don't forget the most important thing of all that you just discovered. What's that? You have a mother! And she loves you very much. That's a rare gift, Xanner. Yeah, I... I don't... It's... it's great. It is. I just... I wasn't expecting her. I'm so happy I found her. I just... it's... a lot. I don't know exactly how to feel. Just feel grateful. You have a mother out there. You're the only defender that can say that. Xanner hugs Polik even tighter. The rain continues to fall. What do you think the others want to do when this is all over? You mean like Bali and Sildren and the rest of them? Yeah. I mean, Sildren has this new druid job thing that he'll probably focus on, but the others, I don't know, like Bali? Where's his home now? What will he do when Varen is safe? Where will he go? To be honest, for a few of our friends, I don't know if they like to think that far ahead. Things are crazy in this world. It's hard to dream of a future. When they don't believe they will live to see it. Polik reaches back and brushes Xanner's cheek with her hand. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be dark. Tomorrow, we'll all get together and decide where we go next. For now, let's just lie here and listen to the rain. Hmm. What do the rest of you folks want to do? You have a night you're relaxing or recuperating or anything at all you want here in the Nexus. I'll be stressing and panicking most of the time. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Balancing. It's all about the balance. So just got a bald spot next time yeah. you see him. Uh, Yaru is in the sort of lowest point of the Nexus. Uh, I remember when we first mm. were kind of given the description of it, there's a a, a trapdoor or like a sort of somewhat of a hangar door. I know it's like a kind of old style mansion, but there I remember there was some description of like where an area where you could like open a lower hatch and see the just the ocean below, or if it was like a trash bay or something like that. I'm just picturing Yaru kind of hanging out like Darth Vader at the end of Rogue One, you know, hanging out to space, but he's just looking out down okay. at the Nexus, just thinking about everything, not like 
bad thoughts, just, you know, going over You the just past. said Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> but not bad thoughts. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's just thinking in kind of that, just looking down almost, uh, if, even if it's just looking at the glass floor. You know, he's just looking at the ocean below, the chaos of this magic and wondering about all of that. What about Bali? Uh, Bali's doing a couple different things. Uh, number one, he's going around uh, doing various blessings and binding spells to individuals almost without their knowledge. Um, <clears throat> and then he well, well, is... Give me an example of one. Uh, an example of the spell of uh, life connection would be one. Okay. Uh, requiring contact, and then that's a singular blessing in and of itself. Um, but then following up with that with uh, your generic blessings as he goes around and kind of beseeches the Stone Father's guidance. And give me one example of what you would beseech for Piercy from the Stone Father. <laughs> okay, so not everyone. <laughs> Bless you, bless you, fuck you, bless you. Bali Bali comes and does some sort of thing that makes Piercy think that he's being blessed. He's got his fingers crossed behind his back to not really give a blessing. This is a doll that looks like you. (laughs) It's very intense for some others, and then he just kind of... (laughs) And this is Piercy. He starts splashed, like flinging his fingers, and is that holy water? Sure, sure. Uh, following up with that, uh, you had mentioned the library. Uh, uh, Bali is trying to deepen his studies in uh, religious aspects and trying to um, understand more the connection of the dead and the realms beyond uh, for uh, just for general understanding. I'm sure later it'll be recalled knowledges I'll start throwing out. Uh, And then after that, uh, fixing a shrine to which he starts to spend the rest of his days in preparation for uh, upcoming trials and tribulations. Just one day. (laughs) (laughs) And then... (laughs) What about Sildren? Yeah, Sildren, um, there is a tree somewhere in the Nexus, yes? Yes, there's this kind of courtyard-ish thing. Uh, Sildren has been spending his time there, um, meditating, you know... um, I, I'm communing with Keth if that's, you know, just kind of um, centering uh, for preparations for what's about to happen. You get a sense that that tree is flourishing uh, as of late, and uh, you think it has some sort of uh, minor beneficial uh, benefit to the group as a whole. What do you think that should be? Oh, jeez. Um, uh, I would say hero point. <laughs> you already, you guys are already loaded. Um, Start sprouting celestial peaches. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, celestial peaches would be nice. Um, wow. But no, it. Uh, wow, um, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down for the next campaign. Holy crap. I guess a plus one of their choice somewhere along the way. Oh, all right. Yeah. You are all or a one d four. You are all feeling a blessing of a plus one, a natural blessing from the tree. What kind of tree is it? Um, the giving tree. Like an aspen tree. I'm like like is uh, like I don't, I don't uh, 
be a large gray, um, you know, regular, not a ever evergreen deciduous. Deciduous. Yeah. All right, you have the blessing of the deciduous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the gift of the deciduous, you have a plus one anytime you want uh, in just this next adventure uh, before you roll something. Before you have to sign a user. Before, before, yep. Okay. And what about Piercy? What is Piercy doing? Piercy's doing a couple things. He's taking some time to sharpen his short sword, um, mend up any, any slices in his buckler, um, Kind of practice his swashbuckling <clears throat> techniques, tumble throughs, right. things like that. So Stan- he's meditating, piercing, <laughs> standing in front, <laughs> of, <laughs> standing in front of a mirror, practicing different bon mo. Um, <laughs> that one talk. made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just seeing the muscles sag. You know? Yeah, yeah, different inflections of. It's your mom. It's, it's your mom. <laughs> it's your mama. What about what about he gets a little bravado and he's going, "Are you a talking to me? Uh, are you a talking to me?" Uh, all right. It is the next day. Everyone wakes up and has some simple food in the kitchen, where there always seems to be some fresh food available. And you guys gather around a kitchen table, some sitting, some standing around, and have to decide what you're going to do next. So, Scourge in a tower, right? We still have one tower, and we have the. We have to find the wavering sphere. Yeah. It is a choice once again between a sphere and Skoljanar, as it was with Charis. And the sphere is splitting mankind. Well, splitting Varen. Weakening its people. Weakening us. But, uh, what about the Azamir? Uh, we could find answers in Azamir. Uh, I think uh, we need the wizards to help. I'm... Wait. They would be able to help with no more than their knowledge. They have been, according to Callie and Vero, they are affected by this wavering sphere as much as as much as anyone. Hmm. And we have knowledge from the Feathered Sage that tells us where the sphere is, approximately. It's up in Palacia. Athelian, right? That was that was the blind man, the, the blind whiz- elf. The high elf who directed them to place the sphere somewhere. So we need, o- we need only search an area no bigger than the whole of Navarre. This uh, narrows it down, I suppose. No, it's a Palacia. Up there. It's about the same size. Ish. <clears throat> Is the Feather Sage from Ethlian, or was it placed there? <clears throat> you have as much knowledge about that as I do, but I would say that uh, the information that we have, remember this This came from Ian and, and Marina, my mom. Remember mm-hmm. her? I do. Yeah, she told us. That uh, it was placed. You didn't introduce any of us to her, but that's fine. You just I, keep rubbing it in our faces. Oh, I have a mom. Look, I'm one of twelve. Okay, she doesn't know who I am. Quick, Batman, hear about his mother. 
They say that the sphere is in a place that an old blind elf knew. That we must destroy the sphere, right? We were talking about that to defeat the honor crib, but over but the feathered sage, he let us know that there was the guy who hang on and look at my notes. Uh, uh, is there a, a portal thing? To, you know, we 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 read the book and and Nexus. say the words, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then there we are. So yes, we have a, a book that can probably get us there. We haven't used it before. It's to Northern Varen. That's probably the one. It's, it's pretty north. That's, uh, that's my guess. I think I think it works. Uh, which which book is it? It's the uh. It's this one, man. yeah. Don't. The one that's uh. Don't. Northern Don't Northern Varen. He's gonna go right now. Don't let him know. There's. Well, where one... are we going? Like you guys. You don't you don't think it's smart to get the last tower? Do you remember how close we were to not getting the seventh tower? Is what it? good what what good is everything we've done if we don't have all the information from those towers? Isn't the last tower up there in Palacia? I don't know if it's in Palacia, but we do have Again, the Great Northern Ports and its sister port on the south side of the sea. I found one of these towers at the Great Northern Ports. The last tower is in the Bay of Sin, which is on the border of Palacia. I don't know if it's the Bay of Sin. It might be near Raven's End. The, the really big northern port. That right, The other one, top and bottom. If I was thinking about Maiden's Depths being the southern one, the Great mm. Northern Port would be at the very, very top. They said it was... Dome and Thave, didn't they? Is that the name of the thing? That's Alistair speaking now. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Dome and Thave is that one up there. Right, Dome and Thave ab above Raskelon, right? That's that's yeah. where we were talking about the the yeah. resting place. Of that is where Scorginar's <clears throat> body is. Right. That would all. That sounds like a tower to me. We. No. If the message is not also there and we meet Scorginar there, we are doomed. We will not survive that. This is true. So we do not think the message is in that same place? I am unsure. I don't believe so. I believe the towers, from what we can see of the notes of the Scoriel Guild, they built these towers and they wanted to be separate and away from anything that Scorginar was supposed to do. Scorginar's symbol is that five-pointed star, and the symbol in all of these towers is the sword through the star. I don't think that they would do any sort of entombment or homage to his body in one of these towers, not even out of protection. So if we want to go to the tower, <clears throat> we should probably head still to Northern Varen, but more likely to the port at Raven's End. That makes sense. But can we defeat the tower or whatever else is there if the sphere is still there? Which we have been told that the wavering sphere will, that its effect weakens the nations and we need the nations of Varen to fight the dead to be able to 
fight back, to stand up, to gain strength. We have known about Skorjanov for some time, and Sildren, I, I now do not believe it was a mistake that you were given this honor from your god. At the same time, we found out about the sphere. This is no coincidence in my mind. I think to defeat one would help us defeat the other. We should go for the sphere, in my opinion. But my opinion is the least of our concerns here. This is a group effort. And the sphere, we believe, is an Ethlian. Correct. That's what I think, based on the old blind elf knowledge that he was there. And there are still high elves there. I believe. I believe it's the last city of the high elves. Then if we can, if, ooh, that is not good. The next tower I found was kept within the great city of the high elves. It was a beautiful structure that stood out from the rest of their city. I was warned to stay clear of the tower that nothing grows near its base and dark dreams plague those who are near it. I respected their wishes, drew an illustration of the tower's design, and asked about its construction. Apparently, an arrangement had been made between the Scorio Guild with the need for the towers to be protected and some benefit provided to the elves in exchange for their watching over it. The details were not made known to me. I hope my continued journey will provide more information as I have learned the majority of these towers are found in Western Varen. So Ethlian is where the tower the last tower and the last message will be. If that's the city he was talking about, yeah. Which is near Scorginar's body. But perhaps not then near the Wavering Sphere. As I would not think that the sphere and the tower would be... Mm, I would not think that, but Perhaps. We have more questions than answers. Should we should we take take the take the, the go go north to the use the book to go north and at least figure out where we're at and then from there I agree. Plan? I think whatever we go for we should we should take the Nexus point north. It, no Pierce, not yet. Not yet. Put it down. <laughs> If nothing else, it seems like there is a tower separate from Scorginar's body, and which may contain the last message. We just can't then race to Scorginar's body without taking care of the sphere, in my opinion. But we can go to the north, go to Ethlien. Perhaps the High Elves will know more of the wavering sphere if it's not there and perhaps the tower will be and we can get the last message of the towers and perhaps information on the wavering sphere from the elves and where it does this uh, destination take us to Kareth or closer to Ethlien a place we have not been correct and we do not know where the northern Varen 
nexus point will take us, and it could be in Dakara, in well, the middle of the. There is one that's animated in Dakara, so there is at least not. There have to be multiple. We made there the are, one in There the are car. the points that Zana has made with his yes. will, and now and then there are also the obelisks, yes. the statues, which Zana told me his first travel was on an island in Ver in the northern north of Varen. I remember forests and swamp areas. I don't recall it being an island. I think you traveled twice. You went first to like Zexa in south, and then you went once in north. Thought it was like a very windy coastal region is what the description was. I thought he went to the Ironlands. <coughs> He's been to the Ironlands. I was pretty sure it was in the, I was in the Ironlands or Ivoron. He's um, mistakenly gone a need bunch to. of places. Yes. Should we just go and? I either mean, way, we either way, you're correct. We do have where one we are. Yeah. Um, is there? Oh, Yara will ask. Xander, is there a way to read the Nexus book without traveling to the point? Yes, as far as I recall, if we don't put it on the pedestal, if we just hold it and look through it, we can read the descriptions let's, of it. Let's work smarter, not harder. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Xander will go grab the guide to Northern Varen. Okay. And so we're all geared up and ready to go at this point. We're like, we're like ready. <laughs> Banana in face, sword over back. Should we, uh, we have some things to... To up oh, yeah. Let's do that Being real quick. Loved. Malik empties out her purse on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a lipstick. So we have, we have two um, ar armor runes. We have a um, um, uh, talisman to affix to your armor that does some, some weird magic stuff. And then uh, <laughs> oh we have a short sword that Pierce T just took, <laughs> took over. <laughs> what he's been practicing with the last day. Uh, what are the armor runes in the... There's a plus three armor rune. I mean, I, I mean, Sildren's oh, usually not... There's, there's two of those, right? Marshall. Wasn't there so, two of those? Mm -hmm. Yeah, two of those, and then a, and a, a talisman that does what? There's an ember heart. It was just part of the talisman. It's, uh, you can, you get to, uh, free action can dispel an 8th level spell with a, uh, I believe it's a melee attack, if memory serves mm. correct. Yeah. Um, it also gives you poison resistance 15. Wow. Plus 2 to your constitution. And then once per day. Tom's looking at me like I'm wrong. No. Ah. And then once per day, you can, uh, for one turn, one round, uh, you can give somebody 30 health, uh, 30 hit points, and plus three to four saves. What the hell is this? Wow. The Ember I think that was, what's the dispelling sliver? Uh, it's a consumable, it's oh, a free Oh, you action. said all of that was for the Ember It will Hearts. dispel a magic, uh, spell of eighth level or lower. No so it, it's, it's, like, it's like an eighth level dispel match. No, you get a, there's a roll. There's a roll. Okay. Yeah. I was like, Whoa. I mean, the, the armor runes, I would say go to somebody Marshall. Tom. I could use, use one. Chat. Yeah. Seth and Chris apparently sound a little robotic somehow. For some All right. Reason. Well, let's go ahead and okay. pause for a second and we'll just power up our, uh, just power down the uh, audio and power it back up and that should work. Can you guys 
we should be good. Tell us how we sound. Testing, one, two, three. Not robotic at all. Who wants extra points to your armor class? Gear stuff points. I could use armor class. Xander does have the fewest hit points. I, I won't oh, say no. Armor class of 37 currently for Xander. Same. It'd be up to a 38 if he got the plus three. Audio was good, by the way. Yeah, here you go. Who wants the other one? Woo! So what was just handed over? The, the armor uh, rune to Xander. A plus three armor potency yeah, rune. Plus two already? I believe I did. Yeah, I had I had a plus two. Can Sildren have that one then? Oh. Yep. Does anyone want Yaru's plus two? And I'll take the plus three. If anyone else wants it, Sildren go doesn't for it. have a plus anything. Oh, well then. In his. Plus three. I'll take a plus anything if, if we're handing yeah, out. Of, I have a plus one. That's not because of the rune. It's not? What armor do you have, Sildren? I have the plus two resilient leather armor. So you have plus two. Plus two. Uh, in the name. Okay, but then there's, but it's a doesn't stack. It, okay, got it. Because <laughs> with the weapon runes, that's they get passed around. Okay, I've got yeah, a plus one. But they're different resilient. types of runes. Right. So that gets me to a thirty. Um, does Piercy want my plus two resilient? Sure. And I'll take the plus three armor potency. <clears throat> oh yeah, you had a crazy plus three. So yeah, now are we are we giving stuff too. to the cat? Would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We can try to not. I did. <laughs> I did not. Or you try to not? You could try to not. <laughs> it's all how the roll happens. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Okay. So Piercy now has plus two resilient weather armor. So you're 38 now? 38 and then 39 with my buckler. Did you want the plus Which three? is almost oh, always. Plus three? When you guys got plus three? Oh, okay, yeah. got it. And then, so if it's a weapon attack, who has the best melee between you two? Between you three. I'm the greatest swordsman that has ever lived. Which <laughs> one really has it? <laughs> it's who has the best, and then who actually succeeds at it. <laughs> yeah. It's what is the item? What are we doing? It's the dispelling one. Oh, uh, I would give it to. If she really I wants it, too, I, actually. I use magic, but yeah. she can have the like surprise. But that's a flat yeah. consumable, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I do have the talisman. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, the Necklace thing. Talisman cord. For sure. Yeah, that goes to Polite. Okay. So you got you handed out two armor plus three potencies and this sliver. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then moved a plus two potent, uh, plus Around. two resilient over to Piercy. I'll, I'll ask about that at the end. <laughs> is there anything else, or is that it? No, um, there's something Piercy else. has the. Who got the Ember Heart? What's that? The Ember Heart. Who got that? Ar- I thought Piercy got it, or uh, Palik. That was the dispelling sliver. Right, but the talisman. Is that not the Amber Heart? No, Amber Heart's a massive permanent they're, they're upgrade. They're two different things. Okay. I mean, it's got healing ability. Should we give it to Bali? He's the only one that hasn't got yeah. anything. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Does that, is, that, is that plus three for the sword also give a plus to the damage as well, or just to, no, just th- to the attack? it doesn't affect damage. So going back, so this Ember Heart takes whoever gets it, it's a permanent amulet, and it raises your constitution score immediately to 18. Or if it's already at 18, it gives you two more points. 
And then it gives you ability to heal 30 hit points within 30 feet once per day, and then it gives you poison resistance 15. I really think that should go to Bali. What's your constitution, Bali? Uh, my constitution is 18 or 19 plus mm. 4. Yeah, he's, he's pretty high, but you can get it boosts you up. Two more points. Just oh, okay, yeah. Extra Perfect. burst heal. Yeah. Keep yeah. him alive. Yeah, that, I mean, I think that makes sense. Does it? It's 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 massive. There's no doubt, but there's also the division of giving somebody else a heal. Yeah. There's that, but you, you're overlooking two things: massive constitution boost, and that poison is is still amazing. So, yeah. you want to give it to me? Sure, absolutely. I'll take it. Well, no who would Xander benefit from that? Uh, Xander's at an 18, so bring it bring him up to a 20. Who's lowest? Silver sixteen. Oh well, then maybe Silver. Well, it'd still just be a two game for yeah. Silver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have <coughs> some basic heals. We could. I'm, no. I mean, I mean, I would love to have it, but I don't know. It's up to you guys. What's the value of it? I kind of. So, I'm going to make an argument for Xanner in that all he does is attack and range fire, mm. and if he could also support by healing a little yeah. bit because he tends to stay oh sorry distance. i burned you let me heal you too right <laughs> yeah and right. Uh, i'd push even further for xanner just because it's called an ember heart yeah he's already mm. a fair enough fire lion kind of guy yeah. so Sweet. all right i like xanner that is. all right could be a family heirloom wait a minute it is a family heirloom it is a family heirloom i got it from my mommy and there was I mention, want all this stuff. <laughs> There's mention of a luck blade. Oh, that went to Bali. Uh, Piercy. Oh, Piercy. Okay. Piercy took that <laughs> right off the bat. Piercy, you've got that. Okay. Which is awesome because that's like gives you halfling luck, basically. Plus, it's a it's a plus three. Yeah. Oh, that's sword. why I have the plus three. Yep, it's plus three greater striking short sword. You already had a greater striking short sword, right? right. But so it was the, plus two. So yeah. now it's plus three. Yeah. Damage doesn't change. You can bring your old runes into it. And then, but it also has luck. And then once per day as a reaction, when you miss with a strike with the luck blade, you can re-roll it and use the new result. Wow. But only with a strike with the blade. With that blade. Right. Yeah. Can that's all I do. Use? No, it's once, whenever he wants as a reaction. Pretty cool. Can and Shunka use items? <laughs> no. no. Was that it, uh, Palik? Yeah. He does have a spiked collar, but... I figured... Have him eat. I'm picturing like Piercy very <laughs> carefully putting his old short sword in, uh, like a kit, you know, one of those sword cases things, like on a pillow or something. But it's just a little matchbox. <laughs> <laughs> matchbox. Hey, yeah, Stuart Little. He's not that small. I know he's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going. Everybody ready? Well, read the book, Xander. Think so. Do are we gonna go first, uh, or do we want to look through it? Yeah, I was before? like, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's can we do look. that first? <laughs> I'm assuming our spells are refreshed. Yeah, uh, we had a long I'm time. sure Xander was doing that while we were divvying up all the yeah this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I'm not even look up. It's like I grabbed the heart thing. I'm like, okay, you're good. Uh, what are you looking for in uh, this book, Xander? Um, so what book are you looking at? Looking at Northern Varen. Okay. The Northern Varen uh, Nexus Point book. And I uh, wanted to take a look uh, at the descriptions of the information. Right? Okay. It, it, it tends to script itself out when the Nexus Point is created. So just see 
what I can determine of this location based on what we read. All right. So this is a book, part of a very small library that is hung from one wall in the Nexus with little chains. And each of these books has different destinations. And the I think there were five or six or seven books to start with. Mm-hmm. New books have been automatically created by the Nexus whenever Xaner has used his quill. It has either added pages to books that are in that region or created a whole new book when you arrived back in the Nexus. So the library has slowly grown over time. The books, as you read them, are like flowery prose of some travel guide describing the location in intricate detail, the the foliage, the rocks around, um, but there's no story, there's no plot. Occasionally there's some crude pictures, but the books don't... Thanks, Jix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the books don't read like a normal book. When you read it, your mind immediately focuses in on a specific spot Um, that you can then take this book to the pedestal in the conservatory, read it again, and you will go there. Or if you are skilled in uh, arcana or occult... With assurance? (laughs) (laughs) You can try to read beyond the pages and find a specific destination that may also not be um, readily available but might be hidden within the words. I need to know what you're looking for as destination. Oh, okay. Um, so the, the the purpose of reading the book and the things that we're trying to determine, and correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, is that we want to find out where this nexus point is. Is it in Ethlian by the the elves, mm-hmm. or is it off of the coast? Is it, is it up near Raven's End and, and really near the water edge? So mm-hmm. that's what Xander's trying to decipher. Is, is this something that he can determine where in northern Varen, this mm-hmm. spot is because northern Varen is a little sure. big. sure uh, the the obligatory or obvious nexus point that immediately comes off the page uh, describes a dusty basement covered in stone and straw with some crates and barrels and a staircase that leads out to it it describes a damp smell and some of this rings familiar as though you have been here before Xander. I, I was here before. This is familiar. I, re- I remember walking into a, a basement area. Um. Yeah. So Yara, you were kind of right. This is something we've seen before. I am. This definitely gets us into a building, a, a kind of a, a dusty, damp building. So there's. It's very likely in a city area rather than out in the open, like like several of the other points that we've seen so far. I don't know which city exactly. I didn't get that far out. And uh, can I read through or, or roll to see if I can get further detail? And Xander, is there a way you can like look for um, like the tower or the unwavering sphere, the wavering sphere? Is there a way you can seek that? That would be a very different magical connection. But I could take a look, see if there's anything I can find that would be an aberration or something that because I don't know when this book was created or if that was even part of the detail at the time that the Nexus Point was made. 
but I'll, I'll so, dive in. Yeah, the concept is you can try and read through the words, additional pages that you would just glance over not paying attention to. Can you focus and read and read other key locations that have already had Nexus Points created uh, there? That's the concept. And then you would need to tell me what's a particular region that you're looking for. And then if you succeed, you might be able to find where that nexus point is. Otherwise, the book only points to its primary location, which is that uh, basement I mentioned. Um, so Xander's intent and focus is to really hone in in the Palacia region. So, so thinking Ethlian and trying to see if he can picture elves. Um, or, or old uh, structures and, and, and you know, other, other people that live there and other structures and buildings that might be around. So if he happens to see the tower of, of Scoriel, one of the Scoriel guards, he'll look for that to see if there's any connection to the Nexus, to any large tower as described by the, the Feathered Sage being this really old ancient building the city was built around. All right, make an arcana or occult roll. Well, I'm going to take arcana as my occult roll because I can do both. That is a 46. With a 46, Xanner pours over the pages, looking and looking, trying not to pay attention to this basement. And you focus on some other descriptions. Uh, and you pick up a description of sea, ocean, salt smell, the uh, cawing of seagulls, the squawking of them off in the distance, of rocks poking through uh, lush, uh, rolling grass and the sound of thunder is what you get from this okay uh and that is all you what did you get 46 that is all you can glean that is northern varen around that area you were asking about okay well <laughs> it, it looks like um there is from what I gather inside of it, there is a, there is seawater nearby. There is uh, other land that's around. There are other buildings. There's thunder off in the distance. It, it definitely feels like it's not in the middle of a forest or like I was expecting it to be in the middle of a large city. This, this very likely might take us to right up near the coast, but whether it be Raven's End up there or, or another spot. That sounds like our most promising opportunity. Still faster to get there than anywhere else. For sure. Now we might scare people if we pop up out of a basement, so be ready for that. And if we are in the city of elves, they may be, un while not outright hostile, They'll be unhappy to see us, Why? suspicious, because we're appearing in the middle of their city and they're elves. Elves are a very snotty bunch of folks. <laughs> Coming from the Druid, that might mean something. And a half-elf. <laughs> well, yeah. We knew Idrisil, and he was okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, didn't, I didn't care for him that much. Um, and we must tread carefully with them, looking mostly at Palik and then sparing a glance for Piercy. Um, and Why is not. He single or so? 
because of all of you, you are the most likely to be hostile at first conversation. Never. Mm -hmm. It's always after you. (laughs) (laughs) Man's got a point. Mm, He does. A new one with that sword. (laughs) Um, So we must tread as carefully as we can. We do not want to make enemies out of the elves. We need information, and we need their help. Do you want to go first, then? If I may, I spent a great deal of time with elves on the mountain. They are part of our culture. It will not be as difficult as you think, Sultan. Even a high elf can be reasoned with. Pulling my elven ear right now. (laughs) You don't say. We'll go. Let's get after it. There's no sense in sitting around here. Okay, let's go. Okay, so Zam, you're taking the book, the Book of Northern Varen, to the Nexus pedestal. And what are you opening up to? Because there were two different options. Yeah. um, (laughs) The... We're going back to the first option, right? The one where I was in the basement that's what we all agreed to? No. Going to the, the other exact one. Opposite. The, the second, second option. option. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you were listening the whole time. Yeah. Uh, the I thought you were. <laughs> or surroundings. All right. So to the second option, the, the, the deeper dive, Xander will, will flip to that side and start reading. All right, Xander, you start to read. You hear about ocean waves, cold air, wind blowing your hair. Uh, and the next thing you know, your hair is blowing. You feel your feet no longer on the uh, very polished wooden floor of the Nexus and now crunching uh, some, not crunching, but uh, stepping in some soft, thick uh, grass. And you look around and you are on kind of like Scottish moors with coldness, with that lush green Uh, slightly rolling hills with some sharp rocks that are sticking out of it from time to time. Uh, And uh, there's gray clouds that hang over. You can see uh, to the... uh, to a particular direction, you can see there is ocean that uh, is... uh, there's no ships, there's no town, there's no buildings, and next to you is this thin little stone obelisk about four feet tall. That is a nexus point. And with a nexus key, you can get right back to it. And Sildren is soon to follow. All right. The rest of the group slowly appears one by one until you are all gathered uh, around this nexus point somewhere, wrapping your cloaks around you to keep out the wind as thunder booms off in the distance. Um, Sildren will cast no direction. Knowing direction, you know that the ocean is to the south when you face that direction. The ocean is to the south? Uh Uh-huh. We are likely then on the island in the cove east northeast of Raven's End. West Apparently we had a boat. West we have a Palacia. boat. Um, there's a shore, is that correct? You can see no shore due to the rain off in the distance. Um, but the ocean is to the south. Yes. We so will far head away is the water. Uh, not far, maybe a quarter mile or something like that. Well, let's head to. So we the can shore. hear. 
We didn't really need no direction. We just listened to the waves crashing. How would have you known that was to yourself, though? I don't know. <laughs> Sun, straight. I mean, you would have known the direction of the ocean, but that's about it. Fine. <laughs> Stick to the pointy things. Let him, let him feel important. Don't take this from him. <laughs> Too late. Um, yeah, so we're going to head towards the ocean. Okay, you guys march off to the south, walking through these uh, rolling hills. Um, Sodran is going to have a chat with... Are, are, are there any um, um, wildlife around? Yeah, there's some seagulls flying by. There are some uh, scruffy and hard-looking rabbits that kind of stay clear of you but are watching from a distance. And there are also, mm -hmm. off in the distance, two different large giants that are slowly stomping towards you about a mile and a half to the north. Okay. Say that one more time. <laughs> we went What? <laughs> And there's another boom, boom, and that That's thunder is not, not thunder. thunder. Shit. Ah. Hey, guys. <clears throat> we got company. Um, uh, have they, are they alerted to our presence, or are they just kind of just, just, just walking along? They are alerted to your pr presence. They are closing in at a leisurely pace, for a giant, uh, in your direction, with clubs out, with uh, loincloths on, does, and to sort of know what kind of giants these are. Um, you do not. Do you want to borrow my spyglass? It's not a matter of being too far. I just can't well, identify. Well, I'm not away. It's pretty far. Yeah. Oh. Are they really and, that far? Away? And it'll annoy our GM. Hand <laughs> <laughs> me that spyglass, sir. <laughs> I one should have a turn. Yeah. I'll cast duplicate item. <laughs> and then you could have two. Well, if we hurry along, we don't have to deal with those two. Indeed. Or the fun of that be? We don't have to deal with those two. Nah. They don't seem. Like they're in much of a rush. Maybe they know they don't have to be. They never are. Giants always eat slow, too. It doesn't make them any more friendly. They well, also eat you while you're still alive, so maybe we should get go, out of here. Let's go towards the water. Let's do your, your first initial... I met a giant once. His name was Chard. He was really nice to us. He was a little trapped, and when we helped him out and worked with him, he was a really good support. He helped us with a whole group of troglodytes that were trying to take care of us. We got into a deep dive cave and found a blue underground city. Sildren's having a much more meaningful conversation with a rabbit. <laughs> Again? How'd you make, how come we've never heard about this? How'd you make friends with a giant? It's, well, let me tell you the story. And he sits down, gathers you all around in a circle. Story ends, the giants have sat down. <laughs> he sounds nice. Say it again. Charg, you say? You're talking with the rabbit? Yeah, Sildren is going to talk to animals and try and get an impression from the rabbit on the disposition of said giants and uh, any kind of information about if the rabbit. I, I don't think it'll be meaningful information from a rabbit about and, location. And what is this ability that you have? Speak with animals. Speak with animals. I mean, I'm a druid. I'm sure I have it. <laughs> I do. 
Keep saying it convincingly. <laughs> there's a level two spell called Speak with Animals. Uh, yeah, but there's wild empathy. Use diplomacy to make an impression on an animal. Make a very simple request of them. Okay. You walk up to this rabbit. He scurries away. You walk up to another rabbit, and you can make a diplomacy roll. I am known for my diplomacy rolls. Your target number, by the way, is 22. And normally they're bad, but I've actually recently trained in diplomacy. 26. All right. You are able to approach the rabbit making uh, soothing rabbit noises. What would those be? I said soothing. (laughs) (laughs) You get closer and closer and you kneel down and you are very close to the rabbit and it lets you pat it on the head. Although as you keep patting and stroking, it's kind of reaching like this level where its tail's starting to wag, and you think at any moment uh, yeah, it may just freak out. Yeah, it's gonna be overstimulated. Out. Yeah. Um, and then you guys went two different directions with that. <laughs> um, we'll ask it about the giants. About... Great. So this is so read your ability again. This allows you to make a simple request of it. Hmm. Have you have a conversation. Have a conversation. Show me a (laughs) hiding spot that we would fit into. Show me hiding spot. (laughs) (laughs) So show. I just snorted. Show me a hiding spot that we can all fit into. That the giants wouldn't find. Uh, The rabbit stares at you and twitches its little whiskers. Fucker. If you guys don't want to fight, let's just. I didn't. I knew I didn't like you for a reason. <laughs> Keep going towards the water. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, rabbit, for nothing. The rabbit. The rabbit <laughs> the slowly follows you a little bit. The rabbit. <laughs> nice. That's a horrible druid. <laughs> that rabbit leads not happy. to us. He's the only elder druid who regularly reads the Fountainhead. Um, all right, you guys head south. And are walking there leisurely yourselves. A rabbit conversation that's away from us right now. It's, what did he want? I don't know. I don't speak common. <laughs> <laughs> or the other rabbit's they like. They know the tower was right there. The other rabbit's like, I saw you talking. No, I never met him before. <laughs> Easy. He said he was a druid, but I don't really believe I don't him. Believe him. <laughs> Everyone's coming along. I'm an elder druid. (laughs) (laughs) That old gag. (laughs) Yeah, we're all in pass, buddy. (laughs) Sarcasm Island. Um, (laughs) You guys are making your way there, and these giants are going to look at their speed. The giants are slowly gaining on you, but you will make the coast before they're... Three quarters of a mile. They'll still be three quarters of a mile behind you. That's like five steps. Uh, <laughs> and they're thump, thumping closer and closer. But you guys have the wind blasting you. Uh, that's coming off the ocean. Uh, as you get close to the edge of the shore here, you can see uh, some far distance away. You can see there are uh, there is a shore um, on the opposite side of this ocean. If my memory of Yaru's map is correct, Ethleon will be, and Palacia will be to our east. 
and Raven's End would be to our southwest from here. We're on the island in the bay of whatever the name of it is. I don't know. So are we going to go west or east? I would say east to Ethelian, where we believe the last tower and the high elves are. Fleek uh, pulls out her boat. Describe this process. <laughs> a little cube. Okay. Pulls it out. Gives it a little, uh, uh, you know, cleans it up a little bit, shines it, and then uh, throws it up in the air towards the water, and it just unfolds into a boat. All right, with several ethereal boatsmen on yeah. it as well. Yeah. That all scream in chorus, the pain! And then they... <laughs> It's an inflatable. <laughs> when, it touches, when it touches water, it's the autopilot from airplane. Um, <laughs> There's just three wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men. Uh, the boat splashes into the water. You have bluish ghosts. I keep picturing all of Scooby Doo are manning the boat uh, that rocks uh, in the uh, kind of. Uh, Rough waves, but not big waves, just kind of just uh, constant little waves that, are, that the wind's blowing across, and rain is starting to fall, and yeah, what you guys doing? Getting into the ghost boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ghost boat. You climb in. We climb in. Wh- where are you ordering them to go? Brian, 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 and Doug. <laughs> Let's go east. East. They head out. Nah. <laughs> and off they go gently to the <laughs> east. Sorry. What's the disposition of the giants when they see that? This position of the giants is that they change course to intercept you as you start going east. Instead of going south to where you were, they're going east to where they think you're headed. In the water? Um, They approach the shore and uh, uh, they stop as you guys keep heading east and watching back. And then uh, one of them turns around and heads back and stomps back up to the Southern north. Southern wave. Did they wave back? They did not Goodbye. wave. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. They were going to give us the best magical lighting. Yeah. yeah right. The other one starts to step into we the have water. Un- oh. we, we have this wavering sphere for you. Oh. <laughs> Wait, they one steps into the water? The other one steps into the water. Okay. Starts getting lower and lower and you lower. You forgot your life jackets. <laughs> <laughs> Into the water. Um, He's up to his belly button in the water. <laughs> that's oh, wow. concerning. Wow. Does it and seem he's to how be tall? Getting, getting any deeper? How tall are these giants? Uh, giant feet. Just one went in. Perhaps we should. I think I would turn around. Wally cast a spell. You want to go back to the giant? Wally cast water breathing. Want to see if it's hostile? <laughs> and I'm serious about that. And okay. teleport plane. <laughs> <laughs> so. Just sail by him. Okay. Brian, Brian, Ryan, and Doug. Turn I thought around. they were Brian, Brian, Brian. Why are we turning no, no. turning around? There was a Ryan. Yeah. Because you cast water breathing, so it's fine. It, it's not fine. It's just in case. Did we all get it? Yes. Nice. Say no. <laughs> Only one way to find out. It Doug was, doesn't have it. Yes. The we same amount of people it. who got blessing. Yes. <laughs> he has. He's always had like this total hatred for Piercy. He has never shown in any way. He's very passive about it. Yeah, totally passive aggressive. Regeneration was just luck, happenstance. You, know. you right. fell on a peach. I don't so... Know. Polico guide the boat uh, pretty cautiously back 
towards. How does one cautiously go back? Like, Slow? Uh, no, don't go direct, but like. Kind of tack. Fly casual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go from going away to just sideways a little bit, which is like, we're just guiding now. Just not looking you're at him and making that contact. You're oh. straping. Yeah, essentially. How, how yeah. close are you wanting to get here? Um, We've close, had one giant. No, that, Why uh, are we getting close at all? Should we be going that way? Sildren's being weirdo. It, your last conversation. Him? <laughs> and I mean this with all due respect. Your last one did not go well. <laughs> and that was a Just, rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> no, the last giant he spoke to. Oh. We didn't stick around long enough to find out. Just saying it did not go well. That was a Goliath, not a giant. Totally different. They look similar, but very Have different. Don't say height? that to the giant. Don't say that to him. <laughs> Everything's Don't a giant that as your to opening me. line. We'll get within 40 feet, and then Polique will stop. Yeah. All right, you get close. The giant is up to his neck. So you just see the head of a giant wow. over the water. Is it a zombie giant? It's just a giant. What more? It's a lich giant, <laughs> dragon giant. <laughs> Hello there, Cobalt. giant. Soulbound giant. <laughs> <laughs> 80 foot undead Vander, did, did you, you know a lot about languages, or at least more than I do. Do giants have their own language? Yes, I don't <laughs> speak it. Children call Jotun to the giant. Piercy speaks Yotun. Okay. Are we close enough for that you can hear me? 40 feet? You're getting within 40 feet. Piercy says in his best Yotun. <laughs> That's his natural language. <laughs> it comes <laughs> out perfect. <laughs> Ahoy there. Uh, a giant man. The what are we here? Yeah. A he for Man. It's still Swedish. Yeah. <laughs> He's I got an accent. I didn't. Right. He still won't get it because I didn't hear the, a difference. The dialect. What? You'll <laughs> see. The giant responds, his voice booming across the waves, and says, "I will eat you." Okay, we can go. Um, God damn it, children! You guys, you guys don't know that. Or is he speaking in common? We He's just hear a giant yelling at us. Okay. He enough. sounds friendly. What you you guys hear is onga tonga or whatever that. Sounds Swedish. Sounds like it's like piercing. He speaks high. He speaks high, Joe. Yeah, it's a dialect. I'm the wisest of my kind. Um, the other one. Percy looks back at Pleek and says, Ah, Tanky's hungry. He says he wants to eat us. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's go back the original way there, fellas. Mm -hmm. And pray he can't swim. Doug, go aft. No, thank you. Pleek, there's movement in the water under the boat. Shit. Make yeah. a sailing roll. Survival. Throw it across the room. There'd be use Let's do there. survival. Uh, 39? With 38, a, excuse me. With a Ooh. 38, you are able to get the... Uh, what did you... You yelled at something for them to speed up. What did you yell? Yeah, go back. Go, yeah. <laughs> Brian, right. Brian, Brian, and Doug. Let's turn, our, turn back around. Go the original way. Right, we'll make that a 35 now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the actual quote. <laughs> it's like a mother trying to get their names three. right. <laughs> Brian, hey. Brian, Steven, no, I don't even have a... 
And a giant hand, figuratively and literally, comes out of the water and grabs the aft section of the boat and grabs it. And the boat, they are still rowing and magically getting the boat to move. And there's a bit of a crunching noise. Anner. Oh, shit. Nope. Are you looking at me? You, you look like you had a hand up. I did not mean to have a hand up. Oh, okay. Uh, nope. All hands are grabbing whatever you need to grab. <laughs> Yaru, Yaru will act immediately if yeah, possible. Yeah, Percy will head back there Okay. start slashing. Slashing away, Yaru? Yeah, there's an immediate teleportation to his eyeball, and I will begin punching his eyeball. It's <laughs> 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 punching back. Yeah. Making it spin around. <laughs> and it's play. All right, uh, the two of you can make uh, two attack rolls each. I would like to use the plus oh. one granted by Bali. Okay, hold that. Look, something's going on. Natural there. twenty. Why Never don't mind. Why don't you hold on? Uh, uh, all right. That's a Vorpal blade. He it's needs a to do. A, he needs to do a DC. Holy giant shit. killer! A DC thirty-seven fortitude save for the Vorpalness. Yeah. Oh, this is, it's still a giant, but that's pretty. Funny. Oh, I got this. Is I can't wait. You're all gonna thank me for coming shit. back. Uh, thirty-five. Plus two, he rolled bad. So he fails. And you so need a 36? 37. 37. Stand by. Hold on. Uh, swallow whole, rend, ravenous jaws. I'm looking for any options here. <laughs> Fast swallow, attack of opportunity. <gasps> Go ahead. <laughs> so Yaru goes so, to punch him in the eye, and what happens? Percy here sees the hand, hears the crunch. He just... <sighs> just gets up, pulls his sword out, and just into the water with the sword. Because I'm assuming the giant's like reaching up from under the water. Yeah, well, he, yeah, his head's here, and he's oh. reaching up with his hand to okay, grab okay. onto the boat. Yeah, just slightly below the water, just one smooth motion with his brand new That's the one. short sword. First and, action with the love boy. And you see the head just kind of go boop. Like that, and just start <laughs> <laughs> awkwardly bobbing to red start pool, bobbing away. Wow, uh, that is amazing. What also is amazing is I was not stunned by not only what you just did, but I was looking for some sort of reroll or something. He has a couple passives: dark vision. He has uh, uh, multiple opportunities, and he has an ability called, I kid you not, head regrowth. Oh my god. Oh wow. What? 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 <laughs> Can use uh, some regeneration to regrow a head that is severed, such as from an effect like a vorpal weapon. Oh my god. How long does it take? He has to make a check, and I will let Piercy make the check since this affects you. All he needs to do is make a flat eight or higher. And his head oh my God. grows anew. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Immediately? Yep. As like Tony Shalhoub. The perfect villain against this amazing uh -huh. attack. This could right. not be That the would be the most anticlimactic Vorpal fucking introduction ever. <laughs> he needs an eight or higher. 17. He got wow. it. And the head grows, this gory mess flops out and then takes shape and solidity. Uh, however, in your efforts to do that, the boat was let go of and the rowers and uh, sailors get this boat going quickly away from the giant and its head reforms, hair regrows, and yet there is still this bobbing other head. <laughs> <Just like> <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting there punching in the eye. <laughs> 
and it reaches out of the water and starts poking the head gently. Uh, and the giant uh, leaves you guys alone as dealing with wow. having a new head. And your boat sails off to the east. Everything is so loud. <laughs> Very inter. I can't believe I, uh, that. Does anybody want an eyeball? <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> it's still amazing, Piercy. It's still amazing. But I take it. I think it's not. I think I need to take it back. It's a, <laughs> not sword to work of the rune. Not to work and ride. What do you mean? It left us alone. <laughs> it's still got the head. But it's, a, it's a head. It, it's, a not, it's not off. Not everything goes back head. I don't. Hey, he's just he's, he's going to be upset about this. <laughs> we just have to let him deal. He's walks up to the front of the boat. And just the rest of his life. Have I told you about the times <laughs> I decapitated a dragon? I mean, yes, you guys. Grandpa. First, he finds out he's he can be killed. Now he finds out the ruins not all it's cracked. Just give him this one, okay? No, what? I cannot be killed. Um. He's like, went in with a full house. Who knew he had two pairs? <laughs> Barley, let me try this on you. It's not working. <laughs> I need a volunteer. Uh, as we're sailing, Pete, for magic shows. <laughs> 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 because it doesn't actually do the act. Let me saw you now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Polik, you had something. Right. Uh, wants to check out the damage that was done to the boat. Okay. Uh, the boat is damaged and will need some wood and some crafting is still saleable. It is not in the broken condition yet, uh, but definitely could use some repair and there will, there's no magical repairs that will happen to it. It needs old fashioned work done on it. Even if you compact it. Yes. It does not repair itself. It <laughs> will it even, like, will it still, fold? yeah, well, it's still, <laughs> has, has that broken part. It's like, oh, it's it just, just <laughs> it begins the fold and then it's just horrifying creaky. <laughs> 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 Jam in section three. <laughs> Trying to like close a that pull out door. couch that one side doesn't work right anymore. Uh, one yeah. angled bit that goes out instead of in. <laughs> I like that we're all picturing the same thing. Just mm-hmm. put that back in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you had a bag of holding. I do! It's <laughs> All right, east we go. Heading east, the boat goes across the choppy water, and you see there is a shore ahead through the mist, and you can make out some trees on the northern section of that shore as well as you head east. You are getting closer and closer, and you close in and beach the boat on the shore to the east amongst trees. These are tall trees with big bases, not quite redwoods, but still very big trees. Um, with dense undergrowth and the rain continues to fall and then drip down with heavy drips through the trees every now and again. We also don't beach the boat. Uh, Polico will uh, retract it like 10 feet. 10 feet? Just to get everybody a little wet. Oh! Except for her. And she ducks down and her cloak starts to flutter and two huge bat wings are created out of this cloak and she starts to fly. And Can I everybody snatch one else of wings while I'm falling? And then everybody else gets a little wet. Everyone Just else Just a slight like up to the waist. Yeah, everyone else drops into the water. Ah! Polik lands gently dry. Boots yeah. are gold. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> the boat collapses. 
You hear the anguish of your sailors, and the boat is put away. <laughs> so now we are at oh! Raven End. No, no, no we're, we're in the east. In uh, oh, the, east. The forests of Glacia, uh, forest of Glacia. Ethlian. Okay. <clears throat> Question: Is Ethlian a city within Palacia, or is it its, its own nation? Is, is, and is Make that information known a to us? history role. History that would be society role. Society. I'm trained in society with a 19 of uh, 39. With a 39, that's great. Uh, Get Ethle- that out. <laughs> Ethlian is its own nation. It is a city-state of high elves only. Uh, it just happens to be within Palacia. With a 39, uh, it was much more connected with Palacia during the old Byzerin Empire when um, Palacia, Dakarth, and Rescalon were all as one. Um, and now it's kind of this isolated uh, beacon of light amongst all these three dark regions. Um, with my role, would I know if the forest we're in is the border of Palacia or Ethlian? Um, I'm just wondering if it, if the border is like the the north south of the forest, or if it's like within the forest itself. I, I think Ethlian is just just that Ethlian. circle area in the forest. Yeah. Is Ethlian is just that part okay, in there. Sorry. So the um, forest is Palacia, and a, you can also make a nature roll. Looking at children over there for my nature roll. Um, it's not bad. Uh, what do I have for nature? Never done this before. Uh, not really. Nature. Uh, let's see. Forty-one. Uh, Thirty-five. Sorry. Thirty-five. Thirty-six. I'm sorry. That's almost my bonus. Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I looked at you so hard. Well, I mean, I would love I got to take the, it, but I wasn't. I got the history this. part down, man. What do you know about the nature shit? Uh, you know, somewhere within the woods is what they view as their territory. Some okay. they don't, and some they do, and not knowing that can be uh, dangerous. And remember, these elves may be rude, short, and very suspicious like short, of us. Short like me. Not like you. Quite the opposite. <laughs> I'll be very tall. <laughs> yes. And being overly brash may not be the right approach with them. We are on their land, or will be. And we'll continue towards Palacia. Sodrin's very... I hate to use the word on guard because they're elves, but he's kind of on guard. He, he like no, like He feels like... We are interlopers to their land, and he knows how elves are. So, um, you know, he's definitely on alert. Okay. And your last sentence confused me. You're heading east towards Palacia? Uh, towards Ethlian. Ethlian. Sorry. All right. You head east, making your way there. It is a place not designed to be found. And as you make your way uh, there, the trees uh, are unforgiving, having to climb around them, climb over them, thick brushes that are uh, keeping you at bay. Uh, the, the, the going is tough. Sildren, you may make a nature roll to aid this process. He does have no direction. Uh, I rolled a three. I'm going to use a hero point for that. <clears throat> That's very obnoxious uh, okay so instead <clears throat> we're gonna do let's see nature ba, 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 where are you that's going to be 41 
with a 41 Sildren. The... No, I'm sorry. 51. 51. Oh. My apologies. My apologies. I bring the city to me. <laughs> it's there. Uh, with a huge 51, with a few casual waves of his hand, Sildren is able to actually part some of these brambles out of the way. I am the elder druid, after all. Uh, here we go with the elder druid. <laughs> <laughs> so Folly's moving stones and pebbles out of the way, too, just to help out. He's like, I can do that, too. I'm the elder stone. Xander's like, I can make fire. Yeah, Yara's got the wind moving. <laughs> Uh, you uh, are able to uh, point a path, uh, find the path with ease, and with unerring accuracy, even though this place is not in any way designed to be found, they have magic specifically designed not to be found by outsiders, you are easily finding your way there. You can tell by the different types of foliage. There is sort of like a hidden path within these woods that only the high elves know that you instantly recognize and can find. Uh, the going is quick, the going is smooth and easy. Until Piercy, Xanner, and Bali make reflex saves 38s, please. Xanner oh, fails. I don't like failing in elf territory, so I'm going to spend a hero point. It's not going to be good. 48. Okay. Yeah, you're great. Uh, Super great. 34. 29. Almost. Almost critical. Critical fail. There is a huge creaking sound and several huge limbs of trees reach out. Branches swing down and grab a hold of Bali and Piercy, grabbing you, lifting you up, and crushing you for 30 points of bludgeoning damage each. Not Piercy, I'm sorry, Xander and uh, Bali. Xander and Bali. Uh, Piercy, you're able to roll out of the way and lift them up. And there are uh, three stomp, slowly stomping trees with uh, mouths that are very uh, tall, vertical mouths with some jagged bark that open up. Their brambles and leaves are starting to fall as they angrily grab you and lift you up to their mouths. And we will take our break there. Uh, we'll be right back and see what happens here in the Elven Forest. Trees have several of our heroes, Bali and Xanner, crunching Whoa. away, Does lifting Sildren you up. Recognize these trees? Uh, they are some form of treants, but you do not recognize which one. Why is nature attacking <laughs> Sildren? How? How? Oh, King Druid over here. How dis? Uh, how is the disposition? I'm saying that word a lot tonight. Of treants towards druids. Elder. Elder druids. <laughs> You, yeah, you can take a moment to uh, figure that out. You don't even need to make a roll. Um, however, your friends take 30 points of bludgeoning damage as you go through those thought processes. Talk faster! Did you kindly not me? <laughs> they crunch you more and bring you further to their mouths. Uh, you don't know, but they are nature connected. I hate to keep pulling out the Elder Druid thing, but... <laughs> uh, Sildren... Says in a I thought you were voice. just about to like reveal an S, <laughs> a, a big D, E-D. <laughs> He's got E-D, all right. Damn it, <laughs> they know my oh. secret. <laughs> this is not what I had in mind. Hi, I'm Sildren. Um, the elder. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not only the president. 
And Sildren will yell out, I am Sildren, Elder no, Druid. No, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I am Sildren, Elder Druid of Varen. Treants, drop my friends. <laughs> This reminds me of a Doctor Who. They episode speak in rhyme. Don't ask. <laughs> he goes. Uh, I, we know who you are. <laughs> that that bit oh, from Doctor. Yeah. All right, soldier. Make a diplomacy roll minus two for that speech, please. <laughs> Good luck, guys. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, Xander. Oh, well, I'll give you guys an opportunity. Xander and Bali, what would you two like to do? Xander casts fiery body. Okay. Immediately, completely igniting myself in fire. And uh, it is. Have you seen Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Two towers. <laughs> um, yeah, so huh. what it's going to do is. Man, I just feel like I need to explain this. Xander turns into fire. The, the large treant lets go of you immediately, and you fall, or does that, that form let you fly? It does let me fly. You yeah. fall an inch and then can fly. And I do. And fly. It backs away with creaking branches and leaves continuing to fall. I warned you. I, I will not burst into flames, but would you kindly let me go? It's, but he says that with... I would, <laughs> you may also make a diplomacy roll. Cool. Straight roll? Yes. Oh, his speech was better. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um... 48. 48. Holy jeez. The treant stops from eating you and brings you closer to its mouth and then its eyes and looks right oh. at you. Why doesn't he just become the elder druid? Sylvan <laughs> <laughs> <Someone> snaps his <laughs> stab and walks away. We, we, uh, thank you for loosening your grip. We only seek passage through and mean no harm. No troubles for you and your people. Say it in a rhyme. Reed, could you put me down? The tree... You rolled a 40. The tree lowers you. And then... No, attack them! <laughs> the tree lowers you and places you on the ground. And then kneels down next to you. Still towering above you. Kneels down next to you and then... Pokes you curiously with a branch. Take two points of bludgeoning damage. Sildren is watching this with great fascination because just like, you know, Sildren has been stoned, now Bali's talking to the trees. He opens like, up oh. his shirt's a bigger ED. It's <laughs> <laughs> always the way. More just like It was a curious poke. Okay. I'm, I'm... Is standing by with sword drawn. Okay. I'm not of your kind, but we don't Mean to trouble you. Sanat, pull yourself out! Uh, just disregard the, the fiery bug. <laughs> I'll get him! I'll burn him all! Just watch me raise some minions, Dad! I'll do it! <laughs> it's a little untrusting at the moment. Going for speed diplomacy can now. possibly see, because Xander can't tell which is which. <laughs> He's going up to random trees that are not trees. <laughs> Fighting with, arguing with them, <laughs> making diplomacy rolls. We, we, are, we are trying to find our way into Athlean to seek assistance. 
if you let us pass. Your tree is immediately annoyed and swats slowly at this firefly known as Xanner, but it does not hit you and turns to you annoyed as well, Bali. Is there uh, other others to your form, please, Xander? Of the elven kind that we can talk to. It grabs to. onto you again. <laughs> this time, just by your leg, your stubby left leg, and lifts There's you no up. No reason to be rude about it. <laughs> <laughs> he says upside down. <laughs> this high priest. Pushing <laughs> <laughs> my beard back up. <clears throat> And it lowers Bali again to the ground, but upside down by a leg. And instead of letting go, though, it whips him through the air, through the trees, out through the canopy, and is gone. Can Yaru uh, to the east? My might add, though. (laughs) (laughs) Be clear in the direction. Xanir follows. Yeah, as as fast as possible. Much faster. Trying to chase and catch. I hope I have a content for this. A what? <laughs> it's, it's hard to say "condemn and dwarfen" and not get slapped in the face. Is that a condemn? Xander, <laughs> oh. oh. you're flying through the trees. You see, Bali is arcing out and over as though he's some sort of angry bird, and then is now slowly you starting. You also see pages of spellbook frantically <laughs> being torn. Uh, and he's starting to angle down towards at the top of the arc and heading down toward. He's going far. Again, uh, so Xander's got a flight speed of 40 feet. Of 40 feet. Oh, yeah, I'm much faster. So, so, so flying through, is, that, is that fast? No. Not, not no. I thought it was like 100. Oh, that's when you're in the other form. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You see him going. Could, could I have like a, ta- a not attack of opportunity, but like opportunity <laughs> go to chase him? Sure. So uh, Yaru will fly and uh, activate his angle, anklet of alacrity, so I have a 75 movement speed. Okay. Uh, and I will go and fly after Bali. Alright, you go racing after Bali. You are catching and catching and catching up to him, but that is still not oh, quite enough, much. but you might be able to pull it off. You push your body and magic to the limits as you race as Bali starts to head down towards trees. Who knows what will happen? And as you reach mm-hmm. out to grab him, you need to make an athletics roll to have reached mm-hmm. him in time. I'm also trying to cast a spell. If that helps. Let's see this first. Okay. Athletics roll. Oh, not great at all. Total of... Thirty. I think oh. I have three hero points. Three of them. You can use maybe. <laughs> yeah, one. I will use one since we're after our commercial break here. Snark at fifteen thousand feet. These <laughs> are forty feet over there. <clears throat> uh, oh yeah, that's a little bit better with a total of thirty-seven. All right, with a thirty-seven, you are able to grab onto Baldy after he hits a couple branches <gasps> going down in. Uh, you take only fifteen more points of bludgeoning damage, I and it's not another treat. You are 15? you are held, and you're going down slowly now with Yaru uh, uh, reducing your, your fall rate. Make it 12. I don't want to die! <laughs> Make it like 12 points of damage. I'll take a couple, so like I'm balled up sure. on him, so I'm, yeah, because I'm slowing him down as much as I can. Your what's are on him? I'm balled up on him. Mm. <laughs> how, how much damage would you like to take? I'll take three points of damage. Okay. You take most of it because you're going very fast. I'm just trying to sure. cover you here. Bolly, 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 bolly! I see it. Nothing I can do about it. It's called gravity. <laughs> and Bolly is gently lowered to the ground. The two of you are back oh, on the ground. You're falling like a stone. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. It's okay. an honor to fall like a stone. Need a short rest. 
You do not see your friends anywhere nearby. Though. No, yeah, we're probably like I don't know how far away we would. Bali is a is a different shade of pale presently. See, I, I did. Uh, uh, I'm gonna sit here for a moment and just catch my breath. Thank you for slowing me down. I would have made quite the hole. You are welcome. Oh, Zanner, <coughs> are you there? Flying now overhead, <laughs> just a little fireball. Ah! Is he dead? Look for the hole in the canopy. That's where we are. <laughs> Xander looks for a hole in the canopy. You literally see, looking for the hole in the forest. Yeah, you see there's a barrel-shaped hole with some stubby bits <laughs> sticking out. <laughs> that is Baldi's <laughs> hole. And you can fly over there in your flaming form and come down and see your friends in the dark, shaded canopy, under the canopy of the forest. Now I have no idea where we are. I got a good view of everything for a while. Upside down? And screaming. <laughs> but yeah, uh, did I happen to see anything while sailing through the air? No. No. I, 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 we need children, and I don't know where he's at. Oh, God. Are there more... Uh, Bolly's just kind of looking around. Xander's doing the same thing, <laughs> staring at Oh my god, they're all trees! They're all trees still! Very quickly, Yaru is going to no cause for alarm the both of them. <laughs> you calm them both down. There, the canopy that is directly above Xander opens up a bit, and uh, the rain comes down on you, Xander. Okay. Psst, uh, Xander, trying to put you out. Xander relieves the fiery body and, 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 and dispels it. Okay, uh, make a reflex save plus three. As a ginormous torrent of water comes falling down. That's a natural 20. And you are able to easily step aside. It goes splashing. You are totally fine and still totally dry. Unfortunately, your dwarf gets splashed by the residual after. So now you have a wet, unsettled dwarf next to you. I give up. I just want to go home. Clearly, this forest is trying to defend itself. Well, it's winning. I, 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 this is why I like caves. We must be respectful. Everything here is bitey and fresh. We must continue to be respectful as we make our way there. I'm doing my best. I'm even using my soft voice. <laughs> is Maybe we can go over. Nothing hit us when we were flying. I'm done with flying. No more flying. I did walk. Can I walk? You could air walk. It's only lasting for a couple <laughs> minutes. I can't do it that long. I know it doesn't quite fit the entire adventure, but I do like an adventure title of Bitey and Fresh. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. Whole Foods new slogan. <laughs> a little bit bitey and very fresh. How, if he doesn't want to fly himself, how would we? I'm not carrying him. Well, I could be a dragon. Oh, that'll go over well. Well, I could also be a, a big ant. That's worked before. That may play better here. That may work a little better than a dragon. But where are the others? Why do, can't we wait for them? I thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> Speaking of the others, we have Piercy, Palik, and Sildren that have three of these large treants, one kneeling and two that are standing that are creating a semicircle around, around you. You going to handle this, King Druid, or you want me to do it my way? Looking down at her sword. Yeah. Uh, Is it a flaming sword? Nope. <laughs> oh, yeah, it could be. 
Mighty Ents, as our companion, who has flown so far away, had stated, we mean you no harm, we seek the wisdom of the elves, and we wish only to pass unharmed through the forest. I will allow no harm to come to it while I am in it. My word is the Elder Druid. Make a diplomacy plus three. Thirty-eight. With a thirty-eight, the troll to your left who is standing troll, troll tree <laughs> treant. Did I forget to mention the treant to your left? It's also a troll. Uh, steps back and away. Another one to the right steps back and away. But the one that's kneeling reaches out and grabs you by the hand, Sildren. I would like to go by foot. <laughs> and scoops you up gently and places you in his hand carefully and then reaches out to you, Piercy. Hey, hey, hey. He, he will be fine. Go allow Piercy. Okay. He picks you up by your tail and lifts oh, you up. Hey, that's not how you grab me. <laughs> and puts you in his palm next to Sildren, and then a hand comes creaking down of branches towards you, Palik. What's it trying? It's trying to pick me up gently or trying to, like, uh, grasp me? They won't harm you, Palik. For you to decide, it's reaching out with two fingers right now. Okay, I'll let it. I'll let it pick me up. All right, it reaches down and picks you up Squeeze by your, your head, <laughs> and picks you up and gently puts you in its uh, hand, its open palm, and then it's able to change the shape of some of the branches in its palm to add a little bit more side mass, so you guys don't go rolling out by accident. And then it thumps and thumps with creaking branches and falling leaves constantly as it makes its way, uh, heading off in the direction you were going. You think it even gives you a, a sense that some of the trees slightly shift out of the way as it makes its way in that direction. And we're heading presumably towards where our... It's going in the direction we were going. Yeah. It is. And that's Don't the way it through Don't you know where our friends are? I do, actually. No. So, um, having status on everybody, which is the spell that allows me to locate everybody on the same plane. All right. Um, I know where Bali, Yaru, and uh, Xanar are. We heading towards them. Oh, you are absolutely. Um, as we get within range, I'll call out. We're coming with allies. Bali, you hear we're coming with allies echo through the trees as you also hear your new greatest fear, the big <laughs> crunching branch-like noises, and you see a tree is moving towards you. Is it you. just the one or, or all three? Just the one. Okay. I said I was done. I'm trying to find my way out. <laughs> it's thumping closer and closer. Uh, Bali tries to take cover behind a tree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my cousin. <laughs> Why are you touching him there? Is there, is there stone anywhere here? There's definitely There's no, no stone. stone. Not anywhere around. <laughs> the most unfriendly place for me. <laughs> well, he just draws up his thing like Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> 
The tree comes close to Yaru and Xanner and the hidden Bali, and this treant uh, arrives, and uh, you see in its right palm are three of your friends. It lowers its left palm down to the ground, making you wonder why I didn't do that in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the rest of you to get in. Join us. Come on, shit. They have allowed us to... Fly through the air violently. That as well. <laughs> um, they have allowed us to pass and seem to be willing to help us. Well, know this, Master Dent. I will allow no harm to come to your forest while I am in it. And that is the promise of him. <laughs> the elder and druid guy. Uh, what is it? King? What is it? King druid? Got it. I mean, that's, Elder. that's the way to... to Elder. To be disrespectful. Of oh, I, don't do I don't want to do that are with you, the tree. Are you sure around. about all this, this, this traveling by tree? It's the new way. <laughs> <laughs> with gas prices as they are. <laughs> it's more it's environmentally natural. conscious. <laughs> Bali, are you uh, Bali's getting is, in? Bali's, <clears throat> Bali's actually going to spend a full point and climb into the tree. <laughs> okay, you don't have to spend a luck point to climb he's into not, the tree. He's not keen on going, but... Uh, Alright, Bali reluctantly clambers aboard. Uh, Yaru and Xander do as well. Yeah. Alright. asks for maybe a little bit of healing for the half of my life that just got squeezed away. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, you gotta hold still and roll a d8, please. Sure, what's this for? <laughs> As risky surgery stabbing happens. Uh, you are fully healed. And I, 60, 74, am also fully healed. The tree continues to walk with its two palms stretched out before it with our heroes inside. It heads east for an hour, two hours. You lose track of time and it keeps going. Three hours. Uh, it is nightfall and it keeps going. Uh, Piercy somehow falls asleep in the middle of this all curled up in a ball. and keeps going. It keeps going. It is daytime, morning time, the next morning as the tree is making its way towards yet another nondescript uh, <laughs> section of the forest. And as it gets to a particular spot, the forest itself starts to, the ground itself starts to separate. And this moss and lichen stuff that's on the ground is not on the ground itself, but on a tons and tons of th uh, thick roots and vines and brambles that are all webbed together with this false ground atop it. As the tree comes in, it is actually a huge drop of a valley that it is walking down into that parts where the elven city of Ethlien uh, rests. It is hidden beneath this ground. And as you step down in, there is this sense of eerie moonlight, not a theme unfamiliar to druids as well, that permeates this area even though it is morning time. And you essentially step beneath this false ground with this treant leading the way. You see 
tons of buildings that have been crafted by the elves over many years. They have all been not carved or or uh, constructed. They've all been magically uh, crafted over the years through the trees themselves, from old trees themselves. Walls made of brambles and curved. Um, there are uh, old ancient glyphs and designs on many of them. They s- appear in random configurations of uh, several clutches that almost look like balls of homes over here. Some strange treehouse looking things with a natural flare over here. Larger structures for meetings over in this area. And tons of people are coming out. 20, 30, 40 elves come out wearing their uh, fine high elven garb. I don't know if anyone... What kind of elvishness do we have? Soldren's half-elf, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yaru speaks elven. Okay. Or elvish, but not in a relationship with... I don't know what the type of elves they are on the mountain. I haven't really gotten there. Yeah, the, these are high elves. They have uh, gorgeous features, uh, long, strong cheekbones, um, kind of have a, a, a gaunt look, but also a beauty to them. They all have some slight waviness to their hair they have long flowing uh robes or cloaks or even outfits but they all have like this weird tapered uh appearance to them they appear to be slender yet taller than your average human uh, by a, a full head and they all step out from their areas around you again is this mysterious moonlight that emanates so this is not bright sunlight or even though it's morning time but just kind of this uh glow about it. There's also uh, hundreds uh, of firefly-like lights that are just slowly moving around uh, up in the sky and sometimes amongst some of the um, the homes, and you continue to head in. Um, 10, 20 more people come out. They're all coming out to see what's going on with this treant. Um, the treant's so excited that it gets to uh, bring you guys. It's so excited. It starts jumping up and down and clapping. <laughs> High fiving other treants. I look what I brought. Uh, it brings you in. You see, there are two interesting structures uh, up ahead. Far side of where you're at, that it appears to be taking you, is a large, the largest building of them all. Some multi-tiered, multi-floored with window, wooden structure. But again, it's been crafted with thick branches out of a massive tree, um, yet still part of the tree at the same time that you're approaching. But between you and it is a central part of the entire uh, Elven city. And there's, again, hundreds and hundreds of these buildings. It's huge. It's a huge valley that you've gone down into, a huge shaded moonlit valley, if you will. And in the central portion of this is a area with uh, no grass, no moss, no trees, uh, and just crunchy uh, earth. Uh, some dead uh, plants, some stone, Bali, and then a tower that rises out with a symbol of a star with a sword cutting down through the top of it. There it is. The treant walks around that and continues taking you towards the large building. There you see there are a dozen other high elves that come out that seem even more uh, impressive than the others you have seen, dressed in very fine garb um, uh, with uh, weapons, 
sheathed, but there. So swords on their backs or bows <clears throat> at their sides, uh, looking regal, but also poised. And as you come forth, this larger structure is a little bit raised, built into this tree and a little bit raised, a massive tree. Um, the hands lower you to this uh, let's say a third store balcony where uh, half a dozen of these elves are at and brings you to this balcony. Sildren turns to the treant. Um, thank you and may the blessing of Keth be upon you for your help and touches them. And, and it makes this groaning noise of approval. Hmm. And then Sildren will turn back around to the elves. You turn back to the elves. Holly you... departs gingerly from <laughs> He branches, clutches. <laughs> uh, you all get out, except one of you is still asleep, curled in a ball. Okay. Somebody wake Pierce. Somebody. Somebody wake will kick him a little. Not hard. All right. Like, nudge him awake. Wake up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After you. <laughs> it has a very earthy, woodsy smell, like you're at a great, uh, I don't know, garden center at some store with that mulch, that plant, that thing. It's just great smells. And um, you stand on this balcony with probably 200 elves behind you in the city main path, if you will, all looking up. And then six of these very impressive elves standing before you. One in particular stands forth and he says, I am King Olrindar. Who are you who have come to my kingdom? Let me write that down. <laughs> uh, greeting Kings Olin King Olandar. I am Sildren, Elder Druid of the Nine Conclaves. I and my companions have on occasion or been known by the defenders of Varan. We have come to seek aid from you and perhaps your people. Both of these names are known to us. Sildren, like, kind of like bows to a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should hope so. Xander uh, will actually follow Sildren's uh, lead on this one. Several of the elves, by the way, whisper to each other. Like bow behind him as well. Okay. Point to the sash. Oh my god, that cat is so good looking. Then perhaps you already know our purpose here. You are welcome here in this kingdom for now. And let us talk about your purpose. And he turns around without waiting and walks inside. As it pleases you. And he steps into his uh, elven throne room just beyond in this balcony. Is there a particular elven custom that Soldier might know for like how to interact with this? Yeah, make a society roll. <laughs> Already the look Manor, of the uh, Do you know how to do this? How to address the king First of, of all, you don't say that out loud <laughs> next to the king. I'm going to use a hero point because that was a three. And that was a six. So total of nine. I'm. Oh, my God. Society is. I am not. 
I live in the, the woods, people. You the do woods. the same thing to this guy that Xander did to the orcs. The woods. I live in the woods. You have some really can, bad can, can, skill modifiers. Yeah. Can, yeah, like some, like, can Yaru like put his hand down yeah. real quick? Yeah, you can stop him. Uh, like my yeah, society is okay. like yeah. 18 uh, more than yours. Society, yeah. let's go with How's a, your nature? Uh, 37. With a 37. Jeez. You see the Taco Bell meets what the hell? Oh, I mean... <laughs> You see Sildren. I live in the woods. Halfway through the Macarena when you stop him. <laughs> what he's trying to say. Is, in silence. Is where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, instead, Yaru steps before you, and as the king steps into his throne room, which is made of very smooth, uh, curved wood, uh, and sits on a throne that is also very curved, lush wood that has been sat on by many elven kings before him, he uh, f you know, flings out the back of his uh, cloak thing and then sits down to face you. Um, he looks young for a king, but has a uh, sense of... Uh, of age about his eyes. And as Sildren begins to make a fool of himself, Yaro, you step in front, and what great gesture do you do that impresses this king? I take off my shoes. I take off the anklets of alacrity and put, <laughs> and put them to the side. Like okay. any weapon, anything that looks like a weapon, I take it off. Okay. My hand wraps come off. All right. Remove your weaponry. It's going to be like... No. Bleak. We are you safe are in here, the presence Blake. of a king. You've been there before. We are safe here. And Master Yaru seems to know the customs. This is no laughing matter. Xander walks up behind Pleek, kind of pats you on the back, rubs his shoulder and takes his staff and leans it on top of Yaru's things. It's okay. We'll be okay. Well, puts her sword down, but definitely, like, pockets a dagger into her sleeve. Okay. You can, like, stand near it if you want to. Just take it off. Percy was standing just behind Balik. And after she puts her sword down, he just kind of, from behind, just kind of comes up and whispers, Is that, does that say, does that say juicy loot? <laughs> <laughs> say what? Juicy loot. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Plausible deniability. <laughs> so back to the king. The king says, I have thoughts about what you have done. <laughs> so do we. <laughs> But tell me your purpose here. Sildren takes a breath. Anyone else is going to speak for him? <laughs> oh, I, I, I. <laughs> or is Sildren the go-to guy? Somebody with super high like, diplomacy, Xander. Before Xander speaks or, up, there's there like three other yeah, people. Yeah, it's like, not going to go well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. King Ordinar, we are... King Orindar. Hey guys, good, all right. Okay. Yaru's gonna betray you're you again. Yaru... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. You're making Yaru very nervous. Uh, King Orindar, <laughs> we are here 
because you are protecting a very, very great secret, and there is a threat to all of Varen from Scorgenar, who has returned after thousands of years, and even from Illestel, though that seems impossible, he is growing in power, and the undead are covering the land we have found that there is a message in each of the towers, like the one that you have in the middle of the city, that gives us information on how to defeat him again, left by the Scoriel Guild. We were led to your city from messages given to us by the Feathered Sage and through other passages that we have discovered to get here. Yours is the last tower that we need to see. What we ask for is entrance into that tower to get the last message that we need so that we can take the fight to Scorgenar and defeat him once and for all so that he will not reign with all of his undead army and destroy all of life in Varen. It's the only reason we're here. Your city is lovely, but it's obviously protected. You do not intend to have visitors here. We're not tourists. We have one goal and one goal only. Can you help us? And how many times have you said this same speech to other kings? For I've heard much of you defenders and our new elder druid. I have heard of the chaos that you leave in your wake across the western kingdoms, towns on the isles left destroyed. I hear tales of... The entire nation of Ivoron falling in a war that you have some great part in. I hear tales of dragons of fire destroying cities that you have direct roles with, and dragons of ice as well. Everywhere you go, there seems to be chaos and danger. So again, I ask, how many times have you said this to a king, and how many times have they regretted it? My king... And Percy takes off his tricorn and bows. And as he stands back up, he... Southern's cringing. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as he heard Percy's voice, he he, uh, unwrinkles his talberd and and like his obvious, like making obvious motion to the symbol of of the wolf. Spit shine. (laughs) I, um, a personal... Yard to our King Phaon of, of Navarre. I, I believe I could speak for him and say, we were not the cause of the things you heard of. We were the answer to them. The King of Navarre, he trusts us. The King of, the Queen of Calivier, she trusts us. The people of this great great land they they trust us i don't know of what you heard or who you heard it from but we are not the ones causing the trouble we are the ones fighting it we have had the tower of zenaid for within the center of our city for longer than my grandfather has been alive. 
It has been a place we have let alone for many years and stay clear of. And yet, within the last month or two, spirits have swarmed around this over and over again. And only until two days ago did our old sage finally clear them out. And again, I seem not surprised that the defenders show up. This chaos has never been before. And that is why we are here. Because we seek to bring balance to Varen. And where there is chaos, we must fight it. And we must defeat it. As my friend and companion Piercy stated, we are not the cause of these things, but we head to them in order to fight that chaos, to destroy it, and to bring order and balance back to this land. Know this, and then hear a question. We spend our efforts and our magic protecting our woods and our city from the undead that now flow freely outside our borders. Without our work, much of nature throughout all of Northern Varen would fall. This has consumed our lives this last year. We put everything we can and every bit of magic and heart into protecting our city and nature here. I am not convinced that you are not responsible. And I would have nothing to do with you. Your grace. But my question to you, he says to Sildren, and you alone, what would you have me do? Continue to defend your lands. Continue to fight the evil you have. Allow us passage into the tower to gain the information we need, which will bring an end to the evils that you face. Then that is exactly what you will get. <laughs> and he stares at you, Zildred. If you allow us that passage, we will do so as quickly as we can. Aid you in whatever way we can. And continue to fight the chaos as we have. And end the threat to this world. He motions for one of his uh, elven counselor slash guards to come in. And he then says to uh, all of you, you may seek uh, the Tower of Zenaid. I fear the outcome as it has not been disturbed except by these spirits. I'd recommend you pay a visit. He points to this young uh, elf. Uh, our sage, uh, Savaris, who recently dispelled these spirits for any information he may have. 
And let me know what else it is that you need, Elder Druid, so I do not have to wait and worry about whatever demands you require. I would not presume to demand anything of you, King, but I would beseech your knowledge on one more thing. There is a artifact of great power that also plagues this land that is not of the same evil of Scorgenar, but may have an even greater threat to Varen. And that is an object called the Wavering Sphere, which brings discord, disharmony, and destruction to this land. And that too we know we must destroy to bring back the balance to Varen. And if you have as Xanner will detail <laughs> there's the the blind hold up one moment please line blind <laughs> There, uh, it was placed in the place that an old blind elf knew. That's where it was located. The information that we have is that there was an old blind elf mage. Elf who was, yeah. who was deceived by the honor crin. Who was deceived by the honor crin and brought the wavering sphere somewhere on this land. And we seek its location and destruction. You do know much, Elder Druid. You also have much to learn about being an Elder Druid. Indeed. I cannot tell you much other than I have had thoughts and dreams about such a artifact. And I have a sense that we have had a role to play. But it is just a dream. And... Where have those dreams led you? King. They have led nowhere but here being a source where I have tried to think of corruption from the outside, corruption from the old empire, corruption from Calavier. My heart tells me that it has some role here. And I would hate to think that there is some betrayer here or some dark malevolent force that you are about to possibly go and disturb so i will i have a squad of men who have returned to recuperate from their latest attacks holding back the undead i will have them surround this tower and if anything comes out of that that is not you they will have orders to slay it that is wise king <clears throat> May we speak to your scholar? Yes. 
We are very honored to receive this boon from you. And I am honored to serve the Elder Druid. <clears throat> Soldier will bow to that. He does not. I, I wouldn't expect him to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He motions for his uh, guard counselor guy, who says this way, and escorts you guys out the Please. balcony. <laughs> Get me out of here. Your ride has left. You can see him <laughs> disappearing into the woods off in the distance. Call another Uber. <laughs> I am Groot. Uh, there are several curved wooden steps that head down to the floor of the city, and you make your way down, uh, treading on uh, beautiful grass that somehow is able to grow without the sunlight directly hitting it. You are uh, heading towards the tower. The uh, guard guy leading you uh, snaps his fingers, and a dozen uh, elven soldiers come out with green, almost shiny uh, battle armor on with uh, bows of uh, excellent wood that would make um, uh, Alistair uh, envious with his ranger and uh, Idrisil. And uh, they also have their swords. They're fully decked out, ready for battle, and everyone's marching towards this tower in the middle of the city. That went... As well as could have been hoped. The only thing that would have been better is if he knew where the withering sphere was. Wavering. Yeah, one too. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed to indicate it may be here. Perhaps it is even in the tower, though I doubt it. And if not, we must seek it somewhere here. Maybe the sage knows more about it. Perhaps. The guard, uh, a counselor guy leading you overhears that last bit and says, which, which location would you like to go? We are ready to defend this tower. Or do you wish to seek uh, Savaris? We would hope to speak to Savaris before we enter the tower. He whispers some words in Elven to the guards. What does he say? Kill the cat. <laughs> <laughs> the Palik, or was it? The... <laughs> uh, he says uh, in Elven, uh, "Surround the tower and let no nothing out, and wait for our arrival soon." And he says, See, "They're cool guys. I told you, they're cool." And uh, motions for you to follow him. He takes you far away from the central part of the elven city with this tower into one side of the city where there are older house-like things, uh, older, brambly, ballish houses. There's a stream that goes through a very beautiful blue crystal clear water um, that seems amazing. Uh, quite thirsty as you get close to it, but is taking you towards a tree that has one of the, it, it's it's a tree house, uh, maybe 30 feet up, um, that is, has the uh, uh, some sort of magical, natural shaping of the wood. But you also see there are a couple uh, roof tile type things of wood that have been actually hammered in with nails as well. The only one uh, here in this city. And he motions towards this wooden half closet looking thing with ropes and a pulley uh, that head up to the uh, 30 feet above treehouse. 
what's this guy's attitude as we get up to the house? Yeah. Is he like respectful? Is he like laughing at it? Is what's he doing? Yeah, like disdainful. How's the reputation? Yeah. yeah, he looks a little disdainful at it, and has no interest in going up there. Another Gabe situation. Mm. Mm-hmm. I believe he is <laughs> likely not an elf. Um, mm. So Sildren will go up first. Okay. Please be a cat. Please be a cat. Sildren goes up. The whole group goes up, or yeah, just yeah. So a whole group goes up. By Sildren's lead for sure, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, I have and, no reason to believe it. Yes, you have all your weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Weapons have been retrieved. You are now up in this tree house. The wood creaking uh, as each step you take. Uh, you hear through the thin walls, you hear, oh no, oh no. And uh, you arrive at this dilapidated looking wooden door. It looks like it was nice and open at one point, but then not maintained at all for a long time. Uh, Sildren will knock on the door. Okay. I am... Sildren, a visitor here to speak with you and seek your knowledge. You hear from the other side of the door, I knew it! And the door opens with a creak. No one behind it. And you see a darkened room with a couch, some tables, a desk with a whole bunch of scrolls haphazardly all over it. Um, Some strange alchemical contraptions. And there is a couch on the far side where you see a figure uh, resting or just sitting in the the shade or the the lack of light in there. Uh, Sildren will step in and make room for the rest of the group. Okay. The group spills in. (laughs) Filling up this yeah. a, a very motley crew here in the Elven City. He motions with his hand and the door closes behind you, dramatically slamming, but then it doesn't quite catch and it creaks open slowly <laughs> as well. I knew this would happen. I knew this was it. I'm ready. Do what it. Is, what Do it. We? We're not the soldiers. Calm down. We are not here to harm you, if that is your thought. Or anything else that you want us to do to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am the Elder Druid. <laughs> I am Sildren. Work for Exploit Later. And these comrades are the defenders of Varen, and we are here to seek your knowledge. Knowledge of what? On the tower of Zenate and what you have been doing. He leans into just a tiny bit of candlelight. You seek the tower, but not me. We seek any information you have about the tower. Uh, you see, by the way, he is missing not one, but two eyes from his face. Uh, okay. Is he feathered at all? He <laughs> appears not to be feathered. He's yeah. an elf. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, An elf so, who has, has no eyes. Sildren will step forward, kneel down. Um, he flinches and leans back in his, in his couch. Uh, may I take your hand, Sage? He reluctantly extends an old elven hand. Um, so he takes his hand and sort of lets him sort of see who Sildren is. Okay. We mean you no harm. We understand you have been battling the spirits that have been coming from the tower. And failing! The king has actually spoken more highly of you than that. I doubt it! You would be surprised. I would! Indeed. (laughs) Um, We 
what can you tell us about those fell spirits and what you know of the tower which may aid us because we must enter it and gain knowledge that is within it. And about the sphere. I know. I'm getting to it. I can tell you that uh, you should not go in it. It is cursed. We have no choice. And we must. Then you will die. Indeed. Such a pretty face to die. Mm. Such pretty nose to die. Get your finger out of there, sir. Such a pretty mouth to die. <laughs> so pretty. This wasn't in Ray at all. Was it? Wait, that's not in the script. <laughs> Touch the sockets. Touch the sockets. <laughs> Such a pretty belly button. Um, Can I rub your tummy? (laughs) Just just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also deaf. You don't need to say anything. I'm going to beg so into the scene like 10 seconds ago. What the hell? uh, Somebody break out the bright lotus. (laughs) Oh, God. It, it is it is cursed. There is no way in, and it's been haunted recently, but now not. You have done well to defend your city from the evils that have come forth. I have failed in every way. Well, we are here to succeed, and we shall not no, fail. Not. What do you mean by that? Now not. Now not haunted? It's not haunted anymore. They left. But not by your hand? No. Okay, we've got to do this quickly. What do you know of the Wavering Sphere? The evil that affects the minds of Varen. I don't know what that is. All right, thank you. <laughs> you are Savaris. Y- yes. You can help us more than you think you can. The help of a friend is greater than the strength of the individual. And you have proved yourself strong enough for the king's respect. Help us now. Search inward. What more can you tell us of the tower? What type of creatures were coming out? No creatures. The only creatures I've ever seen have been these spirits, and they left two days ago. I've never seen anything before. But anyone who goes near it is plagued by bad dreams. Everyone keeps a wide berth from it. Why did you think Veer after you? Uh, what were you speaking of? Uh, did you think Veer uh, coming to do something to you? Yes. What? To kill me. Why? Because I... My mistake. What was your mistake? Helping... Helping those golden warriors. Uh-huh. And what did you do for the honor, Kryn? Yeah, Yaro gives a sharp look at like yeah. each of the party, but Sildren's Yeah, coming. He flinches. <laughs> it's okay. uh, listen. Hold it's, on, we're listening intensely. We can undo what you have done, but we must know how you aided them so we can undo that evil that is what we are here for is it in the tower 
No. Where is it? I... I don't know what it is, but I know it was not good. But I didn't know then. That's fine. Where is it? They asked for... They said they were friends. Where is it? They said they wanted the biggest... The biggest way to reach the most people and have the the most impact to 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 make themselves uh, friends and allies to all, and they wanted to know where the greatest amount of magic could be found. And where, where was is that? It? In the city of Corindel, in the land of Azimir, is what I told them. <laughs> That's what you told them. Heart. What and the rest? What more? Well, you can't just go there easily. The wizards of the assembly there are quite protective. And you, so... You gave them passage? I, I knew of a, of a secret path that even the assembly does not know of that leads you will underneath. Sh- you will show us this path or teach us of it. Underneath far. Underneath the city is where the path leads. That is its destination. And they took the path, and then very dark thoughts seemed to fill many minds. And I feel I am at the root. I've talked with different sorcerers, and they sense power sometimes coming from Azimir. What is, where is the path underneath the city? Is it in, is it here? Or is it in Azimir, this path that you speak of? I know, and I don't know. I can only tell you what I told them, that there is an old Chaloran ring of transportation that leads beneath the the city of Corindel. And that teleportation ring is within a cave that is within a cliff that has three faces somewhere within Varen. Somewhere within Varen. Man's a pretty big place. Oh, not that big! (laughs) In a cave within a cliff with three faces. Oh my gosh! Oh, I know exactly where that is. You (laughs) fucking dick! That's like episode two. (laughs) I wasn't here for that. (laughs) I am absolutely clueless. We're having an out of character. Literally, no one was here for that. (laughs) Yeah, true. That's holy shit. Yeah, only 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 Xanner knows. Is that you Xanner, you look like you you just saw a ghost. There's more ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so are we doing this tower? We know where the sphere is. We must enter the tower. You, sir, have helped us greatly. Oh. Uh, but do not help again the golden <laughs> <Anybody>. warriors. <laughs> or we will return and we will and may we, we will ask, question you further. <laughs> may we ask for your help again now, though. And the tower. You will be no help to us. Mm. But you could stand outside of it if you want and help the soldiers. <laughs> I'm I'm quite fine right where I'm at. <laughs> you, s- you said there's no way in to the tower. No. No one's ever been able to breach the tower. The spirits get out. I don't know. 
We have managed to get into every other tower. Let they, us seek the tower out. They appeared a month ago and disappeared maybe two nights ago. I believe we can get in. Yes. Well, let's not dally about it. Let's go. Hopefully you will atone for the mistakes you have made in this life or the next. And Sildren... Sildren leaves. Bleak sits next to Savarus. (laughs) Puts her hand on his hand. And then her dagger in his... (laughs) Old man. How how long have you not had sight? For many, many years. 30? 40? Can you, do you have, thought? Uh, do you have, do you have memories of when you did have, when you could see? Of course. Seeing the glorious trees, the trees where I grew up in, the trees my father cared for. What? Those, those memories, what, what did, this is a weird question, but what, what did they smell of? They smelled of, of, I remember wet bark is the smell that sticks with me. Um. She unfurls his hands and places a biscuit in his hands and closes his hands back over them and leaves. Okay. The fuck out. And it's uh, what it is. Uh, it's a biscuit of incense that when uh, he eats it, he will have, have that sense. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. That's nice of you. That's great. L. Getting hero point if you don't have three. Yeah. <laughs> LSD. A little psilocybin for the guy. Can I have that? <laughs> you offered up the bright lights. You got points over there? <laughs> Come on, man. One more. One more. Just disappear into the knees. <laughs> got any more of that fork? You got tree sap? You got another biscuit, mate? Um, all right. You guys all head out of his place. As soon as you do and the door is closed, he reaches over and picks up a phone. Yes, they're coming. <laughs> just as we planned. No. <laughs> Uh, and you guys, what you want. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys take the elevator down, and he takes a bite of his biscuit. Uh, that's quite a fun, cool thing. You guys head down, and the uh, counselor guy is there, and says, uh, "Yes, I can tell that he was of no use. I tried to warn you. He might have been of more use than you know. Lead us to the tower, please. Right away." And he escorts you to the tower. As we're going, why is why is the sage so reviled here? He's an odd one who doesn't quite share all of our elven values. He has spent much of his youth out and about outside, and we kind of treat some... If you are not respectful when you return from any journeys outside of our city, then perhaps Corail or the human kingdoms are best for you. He defies that in all ways and will not leave when suggested otherwise. I would much rather have an elder druid in that spot than I would him. It certainly raised the property value. In face of the kind of disregard for the other, for for the sage, children does kind of 
doesn't acknowledge that. Okay. Just kind of lets that slide. I don't really, really want to get into all of that. All right. Yeah. You guys are before the tower. It stands over you with dark gray stone, uh, very uh, uh, harsh and sharp tops. Uh, it kind of has uh, just a, a, a foreboding or thank from Middle Earth type vibe to it. Uh, it has that big symbol. Has no windows of any kind and has a door. Uh, this is the eighth tower of Scordinar you have ever come across, um, and quite possibly the last tower of Scordinar you may ever come across. You stand before it. No person, every uh, elf of the city has been told to hide and stay away, keep their doors closed. There are a dozen warriors who look a little apprehensive that are circling it in a wide circle. And then our six heroes stand before the door. Who's going to do it? It'll be me. <laughs> <clears throat> we all turn and look at Sildren as we wait for <laughs> the eminent dispelling spell. Kalik goes up to the door and tries to open it. It is locked. <laughs> did, you, did you push <laughs> it open? <laughs> Try the other direction. It's maybe not no, a pull it's hinged open. on the inside. Open. Open. The sensor's not working. The entrance way for all right. symbols or runic writing. Okay, there are no symbols other than the one that I mentioned of the star. There's no like white letters on the outside that change into commons. <laughs> no. Sildren goes up to the door, sort of like traces an outline of it with his hand, um, is speaking in Druidic for a while, um, and um, basically asking for uh, a blessing of Keth on this particular to unseal the door. Yes. Okay. And then uh, make a counteract roll of your spell casting uh, spell attack modifier. Yeah. Well, by casting dispel magic. Yes. Like okay, this is seventh level. Okay. Natural twenty. Oh! Yes. <laughs> yes! Thank you, Kath. <laughs> After you. Wow. The door um, crumbles and f uh, turns to dust and then withers away and becomes just a small bit of pale of redness on the ground. And then the ground of dead shrubs and earth around it actually closes in with grass, starts to grow immediately around it. Uh, and the uh, elven uh, guards seem uh, really curious as to what the heck just happened. And you do not expend that spell. Oh, beautiful. Wow. Behold oh, nice. the blessings of Keth. And Sildren, after stating that, walks right in the door. All right. They all go play in the grass like cows <laughs> yeah. for the first time. As you go in, everyone, as you step in, you must make a will save of just 31. Is this versus uh, necrotic? Uh, y yes. It's a 31. critical success, and any success is a critical success for my critical will. Critical success. I got 31. And a critical success. success. Wow. Critical success. 34. Okay. Everything's fine as you enter in the Eighth Tower of Skordranar. Um, as you step 
in, you see this is a room that has uh, some wooden furniture that have somehow lasted the hundreds and hundreds of years, perhaps through magical enhancement. There is a wardrobe that is open. You can see some tattered, uniform-looking robes. Uh, there are multiple desks here, maybe uh, six desks facing six desks, and... Uh, there's a raised section of stone between them, just about uh, two feet up, that uh, crosses the room. And on the other side is a door that is has stairs behind it. The door is closed, and you can see it because it is a perfectly clear door. Hmm. And that is all you see in this room. And it's got a vaulted ceiling. Um, also, uh, Shulka is out and about now as well. Okay. Chrissy wants to look around at the desk, start to see if there's any drawers, any paper, quills. You see there are some drawers. Uh, one of the drawers just comes apart as you pull it. Another opens up and there are three scroll cases inside. Uh, one of the scroll cases just breaks apart like an old rotten branch or something. Uh, and uh, two others you're able to open up, uh, but if you shake or move anything out, the old parchment inside just falls apart. So nothing of. Will equal check out the the armoire with the robes. Uh, make a perception roll again, Piercy, and checking out the robes. Twenty-nine. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. With a twenty-nine, nothing. With robes, you do see something in there that is uh, standing out in quality compared to the others. Hanging from a small hook is a small band or possible sash of cloth. It's red. Okay. Get it. With uh, her knowledge of tailoring, mm. Mm. what's this? Uh, what's what's? The, give me a little more information. You can make a crafting roll. Ooh, I'm gonna use a hero point because I rolled a three. Uh, I rolled a five, so uh, thirty <laughs> total of thirty. You have no idea. Um, she'll take it anyways. Okay. And we'll, uh, try to uh, will it be possible for her to inspect it further maybe in the light um possible or in the next level okay or Is maybe xanner could check it out it look later to the sashes that we were given i no. need those sashes as everyone's looking around the room xanner goes to the door yes. and detects magic no 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 you detect magic, uh, the abjuration type, if I remember correctly. Um, you also see there is some uh, metal contraption on the left side of the door with some words, and a metal contraption on the right side of the door with some words. Uh, Xander looks to read the words on the contraptions. There are words written in Chaloran that only Xander knows. Uh, and you don't have to write this down. I will hand it to you, Xander. Okay. Uh, which side are you looking at? Uh, starting with the left. Left side. It says 7,776 letters, 1,296 words, 216 paragraphs, 36 pages. 
how many, uh, sorry, how many books, my young students? Wow. And yeah. underneath that are three numbers that can be rotated and moved. So like a, like like a, a combination, combination lock. lock. Okay, cool. What are those numbers? They're all at zero currently. Can you uh, repeat? I'll give it to you. Okay, cool. What does it say on the right? Right message is 18, 15, 19, 14, 20. These numbers are like an ocean. Which is next? And you may each have one. Stupid riddles. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! And just change the word in the first question to right. book. Should be book instead of w word. 13. How many books, my young students, or books? Books. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Was there also a combination lock on the right side? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's 13 for the, the, the one on the right? Yeah. Is 13? Yeah. That would be accurate. How'd you guys get to that? That's great. It's like 15, an ocean. 14, 13. Back and forth. Up, up and, and down, down yeah. up and down, up and down. Up and down. Yeah. The troughs and valleys, or troughs and crests. 18, 15, 19, 14, 20, 13. I accept that. Okay. Also, anyone who is trained in a cult, I need an occult role if you're trained or higher. Tom, did you say this, this last one says how many books? How many books, my young students? Natural 20 for a cult. Not, not words. How many books? Okay. Natural 20 is rad. 38. 38's pretty good. 36. Okay. Um, Yaru, uh, what is your natural 20 becoming? 40. 40, and that's a critical. Uh, Yaru, you sense a darkish power about the entrance you came through. God, it's such a good roll. You don't know what its purpose is, but you sense that it faded um, a day or so ago. So I know I need to be really honest about my feelings, and I just felt something very dark and ominous. It disappeared when we destroyed the door, or even a day or two ago. But there was a dark power here that is no longer. That is probably similar to what happened at the last tower. It's like NASA, baby. Just go back forth. <laughs> I just, I need you to make eye contact. I'm telling you about it. Yes. Each, everyone, I'm telling you all. So in, in a dark force, much like an energy we've seen, but it's dissipated, but it was here at the door. Is, that is right? it similar to the pulling sensation that I've been, that I've felt before? No. No. It's different than the direct sensation I felt before. And that's this is about the same time that the spirits disappeared. Yes. Well, there is something beyond this barrier. I believe our mathematicians have solved the problem. Piercy the mathematician. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have known? <laughs> it's 18, 15, and 19, 14. 
so Xander's reading them out loud and starting to reach for the dials. Piercy runs up behind him. I got it! <laughs> he just goes... <laughs> <laughs> so on the left side, there's a, there's a combination for three numbers? Correct. And they all say zero? Correct. It's probably going to be 613. Why? Because it's six and then three, one, three. There's, there's no, there's a com- there's a thing on the there's left. There's on another both sides, on, right? on both oh, okay. sides. And then I don't fucking know. So <laughs> zero zero six. Yeah, Piercy changes the third digit to six. So which side are you on? On the left side. On the left side. Third digit. Okay. Six. Okay. And then it goes to the right side. Okay. Is there three? There are three screen? digits there. Changes the middle digit to one. Okay. Third digit to three. All right. Nothing happens. <laughs> Piercy throws a fit. That's what happens. Piercy, how'd you how'd you get to that? Uh, the, uh, the the bigger numbers on the left, they you divided uh, by six all the time, and and this is a is a what you get. Is uh, a 76 divided by six, twelve ninety six divided by six, two sixteen divided by six, three six divided by six is a six. And on the the right side is a uh, up and down, you know, like uh, the waves. Is a uh, is a uh, eighteen, and the down and a fifteen, up and then the nineteen, down to fourteen, up to twenty, and down to thirteen. I think. The clear door is it just like kind of a barrier type thing? No, it's like a double door type concept, but there's no handle of any kind. Pretty cool. Go up to the to it and. There's a white light that hits the seam of it, and there's a little sparkle crack, but nothing unusual happens, but the door swings open. <laughs> yeah. Silver's cackling in the background. <laughs> Good job. That was awesome. I, didn't, I wasn't trying to be a dick. Turns out I was. <laughs> But please, so please, please go ahead and get a hero point if you don't. If you're not at three, yeah. I actually need this one. So. Take a three, yeah. Wow. Oh. Wow. Uh, 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 safe friend and enter, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Uh, walking through. Head down the stairs. Crazy. The stairs go up. Up the stairs. I'm as sharp as my sword. Oh, I'm going down. <laughs> <laughs> MC Escher painting. Yeah. Uh, all right, you go up these stairs. They quickly turn around, taking you to a second floor above. There you see no horrific creature or diabolical Goliath. Instead, you see there is a, another door on the far side. This one is metallic. It has no handle or knob. And not too far away from it is a uh, button on the wall. Just a button? Just a button. No Metallic words. copper button. No Wait. words. Don't push that button just yet. I know what you want to do. I know what you want to do. And I know what you want to do. Why Pointing at, at Piercy, Xanner, and Palik. I know what you want to do. That's an easy one. Well, you know Don't what we want to like do, but now we need to do something. Yeah, what else is Soren up pushes here? the button. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. What else is up here? 
Yeah, you only a, find out. So just a door and a nope, button. There are some other things. There uh, <laughs> are another, there are eight desks facing eight desks and another rise section of stone that crosses them as well. There's no wardrobe here. Um, yeah, I mean, giving a search of the room. Uh, yeah, see what's in the desks. Okay, you see some scroll case type stuff that also uh, dis- destroyed in your hand and make a perception roll as well, Polik. May I as well? You may. Let's have a search in. Forty. Forty. And for children, where the hell's my perception? Uh, Twenty-six plus nineteen is going to be fifty. Forty-five. And don't forget, you are blessed with plus one, should you choose to use it. Right. Forty-five. You make a perception roll, Bali. I didn't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) That'll teach you. Should have kept your mask shut. Uh, th- uh, perception thirty-nine. All right. Well, uh, give me forty. Forty. Forty-five. Okay. Wow. Do you want me to win? Um, they were searching. <laughs> we need someone to fail. Uh, <laughs> older comes out. <laughs> That's probably true. Sildren, you find a scroll that is a scroll case that is intact with a magical scroll contained within. And it is Anna. Check this out. Falls apart in his hands. No! Uh, Xander will carefully open the scroll case. Okay. Um, you need to, you can identify things pretty quickly, right? Yep. And like in three in actions. You're gonna, yeah. Uh, all right. You need to make an arcana roll. Do I have to make the roll, though? It's up to you. you use the assurance. Uh, I'll go ahead and roll for it. Pretty rad. 46? I'm still defeated. Yes, you succeed. <laughs> Um, you have found a scroll of bind soul. Whoa. I'll take that back Sounds now. Dirty. <laughs> it's, it's not a pleasant spell. Why'd you guys all say, oh, uh, this I is feel, I feel dark magic of bind soul. This is a uh, ninth level spell. That you can cast, um, and it allows double checking. Yes, uncommon. Uh, double checking, double checking. Um, no, you cannot cast it unless you have the trick magic item, or you can cast divine magic, which would be Bali. Um, this is a spell you cast. You need to cast it soon after someone has been killed. Before their soul slips away, you spend two actions and cast this spell, and you wrench the target's soul away before it can pass into the afterlife and imprison it within the scroll itself. Why are you shaking your head at me? It's not good magic. Uh, And then that soul is then there. They cannot move on to the afterlife. However, if the scroll is ever destroyed, the soul is then freed. Oh, that's unfortunate. Is there a way to determine if, in fact, the scroll is in possession of a soul? It is not. It has not been used. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, relevant. Let me out! It's Gorgidar! This form letter is still blank. I, blank, fill your name here, uh-huh. will be bound to the scroll. <laughs> and Bali, speaking of Bali, I need your, what was your perception roll again? 39. 39. Oosh. 
Bali, you get a sense, uh, kind of a deep uh, hitting, hammering sound that isn't real, but you can sense it and it starts to draw your head in a direction. You walk between two different desks and then you hear that hammering sound again and it gets louder and louder as you walk. You guys see Bali get down on the ground as you sense... Uh, your God connecting to you and guiding you towards a desk in particular. And you keep hearing this distant hammering sound that gets louder and louder as you get right towards this one particular desk. And then the hammering stops. I think something's here. What? I don't know. Um... See if you can. Molly starts uh, checking around the desk, and um, these are desks you can open, and that kind they of. They have thing. a drawer. They have a drawer. Uh, I start going into that drawer and checking you, out. You open the drawer, and there is some old bottle with a uh, stopper in it, and perhaps some remnants of uh, a writing quill, maybe some dusty old paper that's long since uh, eroded away. See if you can find anything there, Xander, with your... Molly's looking for... Detect magic. Something else. Um, uh, tries to look in spaces that are less easily accessible. Like what? Uh, checking in the drawer space or seeing if anything's written underside of the desk. That kind of Looking under, you see there is something written in Chalorn that's been carved in underneath the desk. Oh. Yeah. I can't read this. Xander! I could use your help here. Xander jumps over and crawls under the desk to, to read. He's still standing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Xander, you look and you see a list of magical names that you would guess are rather boring and are there as part of some sort of uh, cheat sheet. Uh, so it's, it's just like random names? Yep, different schools of magic that someone's trying to remember. Okay. Um, there are, there's, there's a list of things here, maybe like for information, uh, maybe, I mean, it's, it's just a list of different magic items or, and different names. It's, it's like test questions. Check, uh, see if you can detect magic nearby, if you don't mind, Xander. Um, Bali, in this search, uh, pulls out the drawer all the way, kind of peers inside. Okay. Uh, to see if there's anything there. And he also looks on the other side of the drawer itself for the different facets. You drawer. see nothing within. You reach your hand in and feel nothing either. Looking at the drawer, it almost comes apart into a couple pieces, uh, but you see nothing on the drawer itself. Sander, since he's under the desk, we'll detect magic. Check the stone floor. All right. Check the stone floor. You detect magic, Xanner. There's something. What type of magic do I detect? You detect nearby magic that is of the necromancy type. Uh, Xanner will move his way throughout the room, eliminating the scroll. Since, since he's already seen what that is. Okay. Um, and and work to isolate where the necromancy magic is coming from. All right. And uh, you were saying something, Bali? Uh, I'm checking the uh, the floor itself, actually. And um, I don't have any detect magic, but I'm trying to see if the 
if if the reverberations of the sound that I heard earlier could be you're physically felt. touching the stone floor. The stone floor. Uh, yes. It gives way a bit. The stone brick that was underneath the desk. Oh. Uh, in the manner that it's giving way, I give more force to. Okay, push it kind it of pivots a little bit, and you need to somehow get something in there to get it out. I use my hammer. Hammer's too big. Can't, can't hear that enough. Like a <laughs> Please can't do a dagger. <laughs> the stone daddy. Uh, well, that's very nice. You can and, keep it. I have plenty. Bolly um, <laughs> starts jimmying the floor piece with this dagger. All right, you do so, and you're able to get this brick out with some uh, rubbed raw fingers and get this brick out and pushed off to the side. And beneath you see a small little hidden cache of uh, rotten again paper and another magic scroll case within that looks perfectly pristine. Bolly reaches in and plucks it out from the very debris. I can only imagine what this is. Just as Xander's like, it's in Bolly's hand. He's just figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> Were you mentioning out loud that this was that you had the bind soul scroll? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I, anytime I detect magic, I, I, we've been doing this enough times though. I just say everything out loud. I say everything that I'm thinking out loud all the time. Anyway, we know. It makes we know sense. you do. I just it's, elder <laughs> druid. It's helpful. <laughs> Uh, Bali very sternly hands you this scroll with knowledge that there's necromancy about. I'd be very careful with these. Xander will uh, try to determine what that scroll is. Good luck. Uh, 43. Oh, that's definitely good. You have found another divine scroll. This one um, not as easy to find. Uh, and this one... The other one's easy to find? Find yeah. soul? And this one, uh, quite interesting. It is called Raised Dead. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is a scroll that can only be read by someone who has divine casting. Uh, you cast upon a creature that has died within three days... And it returns them to life. It takes 10 minutes to cast. This is not an in-combat scroll. Uh, they return with one hit point after those 10 minutes. No resources of any kind. So no spells, spell slots, no pools, nothing. Um, no hero points, nothing. In addition, they are clumsy to, drain to, and enfeebled to for one week. And then after that, they're back and alive. With one requirement, the creature is also permanently changed by its time in the afterlife, such as a slight personality shift, a streak of white hair, or a strange new birthmark. Oh, wow. Okay. Intriguing. Maybe a new accent. Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> be so lucky. Here's the fun part of the spell. What level is it? Level six. <laughs> they should have been able to cast years ago. <laughs> Some potent magic. Would you mind if I held on to that? Uh, yeah, that's fine. You, you, these both. Come and read it all. <laughs> <laughs> he kills himself. Oh, I don't think this real. <laughs> I have to read it. I have to read it. Okay. He just stabs himself, but he keeps healing. <laughs> 
risky medicine. Yeah. Yes, yes. There's small print on the run. Does not work with suicide. Does not work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Morality. <laughs> Did Xander uh, detect the necromancy magic? Or was it in the scroll? It was the scroll. Fantastic. It is necromancy magic. Fantastic. Is it considered dark? Nope. Okay. It's divine. Death and necromancy can sometimes be part of your faith. Xander, since you're in an identifying mood, does this, does this mean anything to you? And he'll, uh, she'll show him the, the bolt of cloth. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is a bolt. bolt. It's not a bolt. It's just a, like a sash of cloth. Oh, okay. 43. That I've got to check. It's not even rolling. It's just like slamming down. Yeah, so I was going to say, that was a chomp. You rolled a 43. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What's your, what's your arcane? 30. Uh, all right. All right. Still, still some shit. All right. I'm, I'm rolling higher than tens. You have found a powerful magical item, Polik. Known, you've heard the name before, known as a headband of inspired wisdom. This is a quite powerful item. It permanently increases your wisdom score by two or increases it to 18, whichever is higher. I would love that. There's a couple people I'm sure <laughs> might fight you over that. Um, I've got three dead. In addition, as two additional effects. Once per day as an action, you can use the augury uh, spell to get a gut feeling about some. If it's a 50-50, do I go down this generic corridor or this generic corridor? This spell can give you a rough benefit and then as a reaction once per hour when you fail a saving throw versus confused fascinated or stupefied um, you can uh, re-roll that saving throw use the better result what's it can you, can you uh, describe it yeah uh it is uh a bluish headband that keeps your hair out of the way xander didn't originally recognize it because his is red my headband of wisdom that i wear all the time that I got from Meyer. <clears throat> that would be very valuable for me. Yeah? Yes. The king, As a primary the stat. King, the King Druid. <laughs> <laughs> Might need some more wisdom. Indeed. You've been a little off today. And I'm always a little off, but... Wait, she gives it to you. Can I have a wisdom of 23? Yep. Beautiful. <laughs> I love 23. Is that our highest stat that we have in our game? That's gotta be. My wisdom's 10. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a big benefit to You're you. You're not but... wise enough to know that you should have gotten that. <laughs> well, that's also my casting stat. So. Oh, yeah. yeah Can I attune to that now, or is that. Because that might make a difference, that, that, that extra plus one to my yeah. DCs. If it, if it matters to you at all. If I were to have it, that would be an additional healing spell. It doesn't matter. I'd have seven. Oh, I'm good. A bit more. Son of I'm a good. Bitch. <laughs> I'll I'll carry a heal. You, you what? <laughs> I'll carry a heal around. You'll, you'll carry a heal around. Okay. Um, you get the next one. Although, another healing spell, huh? Let's 
That's a very serious. You can't, like, you can't give your healer everything, like when man. You're, when you're balancing Why don't you put it on and use the head. augury spell to decide who should get it? <laughs> a healing spell is not a It was me. Thing. That's wow. <laughs> <laughs> How long has Xanner had I have his investigated myself and found. Here's, here's a guy who has, the last when one. he throws down, what, wilting? Horrid wilting, yeah. Yeah, that that's a check versus uh yeah, that's nasty. Mm -hmm. Well, it also hits like it will affect my survival, uh, my nature, um, abilities as well. well. Will it improve your society at all? No. <laughs> With the headband of wisdom, Xander jumps from a, a fourteen to an eighteen, so it was a, it was a, it was a huge yeah. boost. Um, I don't know the exact timing, so I'll say yes for this particular item until we figure it out. I'll add a plus one to everything. Then. Yep, including your, especially your spell attack and uh, DCs. All right. Well, we need to find out. We need to move on. Nothing's exploded yet. That's a good sign. Yeah. Let's push the button. Push, yes, exactly. <laughs> Xander, you're pressing the button? Uh, as long as everyone... Based on the reaction from him, I don't touch. want you to push the button. But if you, yes. you said you pushed it. When the DM is that excited about pushing a button, <laughs> yeah, don't push the audible button. noise. <laughs> I mean, how would we not push the button? We could just push on the door. It probably just like swings open. Yeah. Press, press the button. Don't push the button. Yeah. Is, before we press the button, is the door locked? Uh, the door is l <laughs> locked. Yes. Okay. Magically so? Uh, yes. We can either dispel it. Hit the button! Oh, God. Push I step away from the door. Uh, okay, so Sildren's stepping away. Who is near Xander? I need to know your positions next to Xander. Polik will be behind Xander. Okay. Volley's standing by a hole. Okay, so everyone else I'm is away. So, the door. all right, Xander and Palik are next to the button, next to the door. Got Which it. Which is oh, probably fine, but Xander pushes the button. You press the button. There is a click. Palik flinches behind you, and then you hear a little metallic—not metallic, sorry—like uh, uh, a wooden slotted noise. And you look, you can see another section of stone in a different part, not too far away of this room on the floor, slides away, revealing a small. One foot by one foot opening in the floor. Rising out from that floor comes a small little pedestal, two, three, four feet. And atop this pedestal is a, a old scratched, uh, let me double check, a dull green glass. Okay. That's what you all see and everyone's equal dist equidistant from it. In, in like in the middle of the room, basically. Yes. Sort of takes one step further away than everybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll get the plus two. Yeah. Yara's doing that Homer Simpson thing in the yeah. uh, <laughs> The wind head being suddenly yeah, activating. Yeah. Like, By the way, take a step yeah. back. Oh, working. <clears throat> Push the ball. Go towards it. Polik, you head towards it. You hear it's giving off a little electric. Kind of noise. And it's just like a glass. It's just like a, like half of a glass sphere on on top okay. of this pedestal. Perhaps we can <laughs> let Xander take a look at that. Half of a glass sphere. Just look in. I'm not touching. Well, a lot of these uh, uh, components, the the room itself gives way to a teaching environment. The spells found are necromantic. Yeah. Uh, and there seems to be some connection to divinity. Is um, 
Mm-mm. Ollie okay. would like to uh, uh, try to assess what this is uh, by approaching it and, and looking for runes or any kind of f- feeling he may have in regards to uh, uh, divine connection. Sure. Uh, make a arcana or a cultural, please. This is like arcana a little stone uh, case with a glass ornament. Like a glass stone dome. pedestal with a glass dome Gold, on top. All glass, okay. Uh, just at the top, but you, it looks old and you can't see anything within it. So there is it's a horrible an electric hum with half a sphere. 25. Okay. This seems like it's at least part of the wavering sphere. <laughs> what? The wavering spheres, and um, I it's believe Xander seemed to indicate from the stories we've heard him tell about. This one is withering. This one is definitely withering, not <laughs> <Yeah>. wavering. <laughs> Xander. You see nothing, uh, by the way, Bolly. No. I'm going to touch it. Uh, yeah, Xander will make an arcana check Do you guys, to, to okay. investigate to see what he sees around the pedestal. So, so detecting magic, like I, I, okay. there's magic there, right? Make a roll. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, 46? Well, a 46, you detect this is magic, particularly the glass piece on top, and it is enchantment magic. Ooh. The green glass is enchanted. Is it, is it enchantment magic that's causing that? It's very strong. Is that yeah. the good kind or the bad kind? We just want to go through the door, right? Yep. How much tinkering do we actually want to do? All of it? <laughs> we must trying to keep us alive. We must find a way through the door. There are obviously two separate pieces though, yeah. The the glass dome and the Polik's gonna pick it up. Dome. Okay. Uh Polik goes and grabs it. It does not uh move uh at all. Uh and so it's like tied to the Yeah, it, it's pedestal. like somehow connected to it. And you take seven points of force damage as Palik uh stumbles back and drops to her knees. And... <laughs> oh finally and Palik uh, rises back up. Four hundred years. Finally, I'm out of, thank God, you guys saved, you really saved me. Look at this body. Oh my God. You have free Liberace. (laughs) (laughs) What am I? What are you? That is coming out of Palik. This is coming out of Palik. Oh, hi there, uh, big boy. Oh my, you are just the gorgeous. Checking yourself out. Seen in my life. Looking at all of you. I'm the spirit of the case, obviously. Oh, sorry. This is beautiful. Are you trying to get through the door? Yes, please. You just need to just say the password. And that password is? Bye! And Palik starts walking towards the stairs. Where are you going? I gotta get out of here. I've been in here for 400 years. What are you talking about? Ooh, this is a nice wall of stone at the top of the stairway. Okay, a wall of stone blocks you off, spirit. You are currently stopped from leaving this room. What's your problem? I'm trying to get out of here. You touched the thing. Tell us the password, and we may try to aid you in that. Honey, endeavor. I don't need aiding anymore. Have you seen these boobies? This is not your body. Where's you have Philippe? something that will help us. 
They do. Mm. I'm confused. Soul bind. Nope. <laughs> nope. You gotta say the weird words. It's kind of hard for me to understand your accents. It's a little odd. Can you lower that thing? Can I get out of here, please? Where is Palik? Right there. How does she get her body back? I mean, I didn't get it. I, 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 you got me out. I, I, you should know. Okay. Say the password, maybe. And uh, the password Bye! Is... See you later. And I start walking towards the stone, trying to knock on the stone. Get, get me out of here. Why are my hands so small? Get me out of here. Come on. We just need to get Palik uh, to touch that uh, goblet again. When she's like this? Yeah. You can touch me all you want, Flyboy. Come here. Mm. Oh, this party. Just so nice. This dagger is amazing. How, how did she get all these? That thing is annoying me already. We need to get rid of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you are you said you're a spirit? Do you have an actual name? I mean, I used to have a name, but that's 400 years. You try living 400 years inside of a thing and remember your name. What happens if I say the password? Are you still in that body? Everything goes back to normal. I mean, it's not for me. I go back into my thing. I don't want to go back into the thing. I want to get out of here. You gonna help me out? Xander goes back under the desk where the Taloran writing is. Okay. To see what the, the words are down there. Uh, you see Taloran words for each of the schools of magic. 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 <laughs> Sorry. It left my name me. is magic. <laughs> uh, you see... Uh, abjuration, conjuration, divination, enchantment, evocation, illusion, necromancy, and transmutation. Xander uh, first says the word enchantment. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Necromancy. Also kind of what happened to me. Neither of those? I mean, no. Let why me... won't you tell us, spirit? What are you trying to get me back? Why do you want me... Why would I do that? How does that help me? I mean, sorry, okay. We need this. to go through the door. You need to leave. How about this? Who put you in there to begin with? Again, you're trying to get me to remember things from 400-something years ago. I think... What year is it? <laughs> what year is it? later than you remember. <laughs> Piercy puts his short sword up to Polik's neck. No, no, no. Oh, oh, hey, hey, hey. Listen, okay, you hurt her. You hurt only her. You don't really hurt me, okay? So it'll, it'll sting me, but it'll really hurt her, so... I don't know how angry this bitch can get, but she, you might piss her off too much and come attack you. He's not wrong. I feel like I'm not the only one in here right now. <laughs> Polik, if you can't hear us, you must fight. That was a joke. Clearly I'm the only one in here. Polik, make a willpower saving throw. 36 is your target number. 42. You see a slight little pulse of a green light from the top of the pedestal when you say that, Piercy. Okay, bye! And I go back towards the door. So just lower the door. Lower, get me back to the door and you can have your friend back. It's no big treat. No big deal. No, I don't think that is how it works. You don't remember the password, do you? I you remember. clearly don't remember anything after the past 400 There's years. There's a lot of things I don't remember. The one thing I kept saying over and over again is the password that I will tell you if you help me out. How do we help you out? I mean, this chick seems to have liked gold. I can kind um, of sense that. You got any 
spend? Can you? Yes, we can give you some gold. Okay. Well, okay. Well, he's talking to Xanner. Piercy wants to just walk around behind him. Okay. Do you have? And the, then, you're in a classroom. Do you have any parchment paper? And then yes, club him on the back of, of the head with the hilt They're of the fragile. short sword. Okay. What goes with parchment paper? All right. As you ask that question, Spirit, you are attacked. Make a uh, just, just a, on the just with the hilt. Yep. Make a roll, and if you roll a fourteen or higher, you are successful. Otherwise, Me? yes. Otherwise, this ruse will not work again. Fourteen or just a straight straight flat roll. I'm gonna use a hero point. <laughs> <laughs> he wants this to land. Yeah. What'd you roll? Seven. Seven. It's <laughs> a so flat fourteen or higher. Ugh. What'd you get? 13. Get off of me! God, you smell weird. You guys Uh, hang out with this thing and you're going to get rid of me? I didn't think about using it. I could be a good addition to your team. Come on, I'm suave, I'm debonair. You're also inhabiting a body that doesn't belong to you. Listen, this body found me, honey. I don't need anything else. I will free you from that body if you give us the password. I'm trying to help you. I gave him two clues. You've remembered the clues, but not the word. Okay, you're on the third floor. You obviously got past the second floor clue, so you're pretty good at clues. You can get this one. What goes with parchment paper? You can't tell us. We have to say it. Why can't you say it? A quill. The door opens. Hey, 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 hey. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Tim is on freaking fire. Polite just friend. gets like pulled, kind of suctioned towards the, the glass object, and as soon as she touches it again. No, she does not. Polite stays exactly oh. where she's at by the door. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, by oh, the yeah, other right. door, the stone wall. On the other side of the room, though, the, the metal door opens up, and uh, Tim gained a hero point. <laughs> right. Okay, bye! And I run up the stairs. No, it's... <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to go up the stairs. Yeah. So you're going to the up other the side mo- of the room. the metallic door. Yep. Yaru yeah, we're not going to let that what? happen. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Yaru will run and tackle the <laughs> uh, All right, uh, Palik. Yaru uh, said... Frighteningly little during this. Seth, make a reflex saving throw for police. I do have a question after that. 42. Uh, Yaru, make an athletics roll. 42 is your target number. Right, okay. He will use, uh, he doesn't need to use the plus one. That's a uh, uh, 45. You have tackled uh, the police body to the ground, Yaru. Listen, you. <laughs> Let my friend out! No, <laughs> just start pummeling police. Okay. <laughs> How don't, much? Don't hit no. him. Just put him back. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. That's he a do that. No, he doesn't punch her, but he does like shake her really aggressively, like a little too aggressively, but like really. What? Let her out, demon. Have Let her to, out. Have to have her touch the orb again. Oh, okay. And y'all will just like throw her over there. Uh, the spirit does not let that happen and gets oh, back up. Fight me. Well, if you toss her in that direction, the spirit just doesn't oh, go. Oh, she's grappled. You yeah. said you're throwing her. So, yeah. Hang or, on to her and put her at the pedestal. All right, I'll push her. Okay. And put her hand on the, the orb. Well, I'm not touching it. I will, no, her <laughs> hand. I will assist with, as long as you hold her, Xander will, will 
guy. Yeah, we're like dragging her. Okay, so both of you guys are making sure. Her, okay. Yeah. Uh, you're able to put Polik's hand on there. There is another jolt, uh, another glow. Polik, you are thankfully now back in your body. Uh, Yaru, you are now consumed by the spirit. Xanner, you have now been consumed by Yaru, and Xanner is no longer with us. Oh, this guy is so much cooler. This is awesome. I love this. I do not like being small. So I did small. say I have a question. <laughs> and Palik, you you don't know what is going. You were not aware really what's going on. And what does Yaru say? This is not optimal. <laughs> and Sylvan, you had a question. I do. I have a spell called Disjunction. Okay. And I'm curious, with my knowledge of that spell, how it would interact with this green thing <laughs> that we're dealing with. Uh, disjunction. Currently, uh, you attempt to counter if you succeed. It's the act of one week on a uh, so one magic item disjoins. You attempt to counter if you succeed. Uh, it might very well work. Could it also trap Master Yaru? <laughs> For one week, yes. Well, technically, Xander's in it right now. Okay, that changes things. Um. Children, I have a question for you. Am I always this short? Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. He's stupid. I um. missed my tail. I was right. Oh, Don't hurt shit. that tail. Hey, I can read this. Oh, I have a tail? What? Whoa. What? the fuck is happening? You just is say, a Why spirit? is Xander being weird? Why is Yaru just being a jackass? <laughs> Yaru's possessed by a spirit. Xander's trapped in the green sphere. You were trapped in there until a moment ago. Yaru is in the Xander. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah! Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, shit. Um... You also see Xander. You also happen? see Xander doing very awkward kung fu practice moves as well. <laughs> so I seem to get the impression so, that it no, might no, work no, no, to no, fix no, no. things. I will. Oh man, I really don't want to trap Xander in there for a week. This is a classroom we're in, right? It <laughs> is. Oh, also, if there's a big critical in any way involved, you could destroy the item forever with this junction. And what would that do? It would be destroyed forever. <laughs> the last thing I remember is touching that. Yeah, and then you Whoa. ended up inside. And, uh, and this came out? Yes. yes. So we just need to... Zander. Well, he tried that. Hang on just a second. If you go touch it, Xander will go back into his body, and we can make this thing Are we try touch it, it and like go back... We tried yeah. that. And you then see the spirit Yaru throw a punch Yaru. and wind comes out and hits uh, Xander in the face. <laughs> By the way, the pedestal is slowly descended down in with the green glass and it is sealed back up and you see Bali looking guilty next to the button on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he declared. You guys didn't hear him? <laughs> yeah, stone guy. Hit the button. Please He's just giving a chance for possible solutions. Uh, Bali presses the button again, assuming it rises back it's up. It's broken. <laughs> and I don't normally do this, but as a game master, I would request that Piercy and Sildren help Xanner and the body of Yaru to touch it at one time. Yeah. 
Oh. No. <laughs> I'm no. losing track. Of We're going to need some math. <laughs> Tim? I hope this works. And Yaru Zanner reaches <clears throat> out and touches the, uh, the glass sphere. Okay, you touch the glass sphere. The dome. The dome. Uh, and Xanner, you are back. No! Oh, can somebody let me out of here? Help me. It's really small in here. Help me. <laughs> Let's do this, guys. New team. Have a... Nobody's going to like this solution. Get him. Smack it. I don't care. Get him to touch New the thing. New team. Let's go. But that's... That, that's... Isn't that how this... The whole thing... What if we just... Put him down and then... Make him touch it. Well, I, that's kind of what I was saying. It doesn't have to be unconscious, but like... Well, can do you put him to can. sleep? Hang on. The cat spirit is halfway up the metallic stairs. All right, the cat is running away across the room and up Xander the stairs. Xander casts wall of stone at the top of the other stairs. Okay, another wall of stone is, is blocked. Line you of up. sight ability. It's blocked. It's 120 <laughs> feet out. I got you. And hey! Every five feet, it comes down. And <laughs> Pushing down me the down the stairs. <laughs> this whole thing. Uh, Bali. Weird. Uh, you guys are weird. the. Weird possessed cat. No one else is possessed presently, correct? Correct. Correct. Uh, Bully you guys just blocked your own way. Begins casting uh, zealous conviction on the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you had good. something. Zealous conviction. Uh, all right, you bypass your target's rational minds, instilling them with unshakable conviction and zeal. So you're going, you're giving the body of Yaru twelve temporary hit points and a plus two bonus to will saves against mental effects, and their faith overrides the signals of their own bodies and minds. If you tell a target to do something, it must comply with your request. Though if it would normally find the task repugnant, it can attempt a will save at the end of each of its turns due to the cognitive dissonance. On a success, it ends the spell effects on it entirely. So is that going to work? So you give me a you bonus might. to block your attack on me? Is that what? That's how the spell works. The, okay, so you're button. casting <laughs> that upon him. Yes. What do you save with this conviction upon? Spirit, I see you in there. You can call me Yaro. What's his name? I am now commanding you out. <coughs> I bear the sign and the words of the Stone Father, and you will do as I ask. But his presence is upon you now. Hopefully. You feel, you don't need to roll, you oh. feel uh, a great power growing in you, spirit. Great conviction, great confidence in what you are doing. Uh, but then you see the dwarf uh, next to you give a command. Go show your respect to the Stone Father, and place your hand upon the sphere. <laughs> you need to make a will save. Your willpower is 22. You get plus two, so it's a plus 24. Fuck. Plus and 24? He's checking against what? Mm -hmm. uh, he's checking against his will. Versus his your, spell yeah, DC. Spell oh, DC? versus my will. Your, your spell, spell DC. DC. My spell DC. Should be 38. Should be. We've rolled a 42. Okay. 42? I don't think I have anything else on this. You are able to ignore that effect, and the spell unfortunately ends on the spirit. 
Um, the cat starts flying somehow for some weird reason. <laughs> hey, 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 put me down! Why'd you do that? No, that's... Feet dangling in the air. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do I, it. I, gotta, we, I mean, we could bull rush him. We could try to shove him. I could, I could blast him. I could push him with water. There's a lot of ideas. You guys just blocked your own way up. Uh, police going to attack Yaru. Yaru, okay. Spirit. Mm -hmm. He's like on the ceiling Yaru. right now. No, it's all right. He'll catch uh, you. You don't have control. Fly <laughs> forever. If she wants. All right, Pleak, make an attack and add plus two as he is quite flat footed. 51. That's got to be a hit, right? What's your armor class? Oh, uh, we're, we're doing Yaru's. Uh, yeah. 43. Okay. Wow. That's a big armor class. <laughs> That's a serious hit. Max damage. <laughs> uh, 61 points of damage. All right, Yaro, you take 61 points of damage, and we will say that the body of Yaru drops to the ground in an unconscious state and bleeding out as the spirit cannot fathom this much trauma. Cool. <laughs> the spirit is unconscious. The spirit's not a level 17. <laughs> no. Sildren takes the now limp body of Yaru. What's going on Picks up you. here? John? Do you guys have any idea how good that felt? Uh, <laughs> I do. Uh, it's a cathartic moment. Yeah, I envy you. Um, and and will do not do not to touch. Take his hand and just like no. swing and like let go, and and jump back before it has a chance to like like before his hand hits. It's like, the, it's like an electric shock. Yeah, it affects every person yeah. touching it. Basically, he's just basically tossing him down. Tossing him like a wrestling move. You yeah. toss Yaru. Oh, I can't do that to Palik? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, Palik was conscious. Palik was conscious. You toss Yaru. Yaru uh, hits the, you don't have to roll, uh, hits the, the pedestal and green uh, glass thing awkwardly. And there is a zapping little noise. And then, Yaru, you start to blink your eyes and wake up bleeding badly. Ow! Who was it? Who do you think? I don't remember. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Yaro gives one of those Hulk punches to Palik. Bali, Bali, push the button. Bali, Bali the button. button. Push the button. <laughs> the button is pressed and the uh, pedestal goes down. And there's a passive 64 hit points of healing that Yaro does to himself. What so would have happened if we destroy that? Nothing effective. I don't want. I don't want to find out right now. Yeah, that's after show. All the spirits that have been in and out. <laughs> that's after show material. Oh, well, I mean, I was thinking about destroying it. Yeah, yeah but... During right. show. Um, okay. Yeah, we'll but leave we it don't alone. know what would happen with a loose spirit. Let's yeah. figure the There's an open out. door. Let's go. Yes. We will can continue just, on. Can you take... We got to blow through this. Hello. I was looking Hello. at it. It's, it's not really one of those dispel kind of things. It's a wall of stone. But let's break it down. It's not very hard. It's only 50 hit points each wall. Why don't we use Bali's stone passing thing? It's only 50 hit points. Tink, tink, yeah, tink, exactly. tink, 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 <laughs> tink. He's got a huge yeah, hammer. I, I guess we're going to start tearing the wall down. All right. You heroically start smashing <laughs> like you're doing. A I, I mean, is, is this stone thing, like, attached? Can we just lift it and move it nope, like furniture? you got to smash it. Join smash us it. on Flip This Tower as you guys <laughs> smash a, a hole and are able to clamber through. Today I'll be putting a new tile. <laughs> uh, and you guys are able to make your way up the stairs. You climb up. Can we up. Uh, destroy the other side, too? Yes. 
Yeah, that's good plan. Good yes. call. Yeah. <laughs> good call. We yes. might be leaving in a hurry. Yes. It's, it's an AC-10. <laughs> it's an yeah, AC-10. yeah. I just wanted to make sure we had... Each hit's a critical. I mean... Yeah, even yeah so Master Yaru, yeah. send Yaru just to donkey punch it. You come to oh, a... I think Yaru's doing you guys any favors anytime soon. Kiss that ring goodbye. Mm. All right. We come to a room that these stairs are at. We freed you. Not really. All right, we're we're good. We're good. Moving on. We come to a room. Uh, upon this room is a large table. Uh, there is a, a big chair in front of it. There's a large book that's open upon it. There is a stone slab on one wall um, that sticks out a bit, and there are no other exits. You guess that you are at the top of the tower. And what do we see? That's what you see. It smells old and musty. Oh, there are also a bunch of bookshelves ah. uh, with a ton of books here. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there is no evil undead. There is no nasty monstrosity that you see. You said there's and a no bunch of books? words in Chaloran. There are no words around. in Chaloran. Looking at the bookshelves. Uh, but you do see, Piercy, that there is one wall that does not have bookshelves. Okay. Looking at the walls that do have bookshelves. By taking a moment to look uh, at each bookshelf, does he happen to notice any certain number of books, maybe six different books that have similar spines or that stand out or look the same? Or... Make a perception roll. Oh God, I'm gonna use my plus one. Okay. Polly wants to try something. Let's see what Piercy's got. That's a natural one, so I'm oh gonna my use God. a hero point if anyone else yes, wants to go in. Yes, yes, there's that. another one. Thank you. Mm. That's a 19. Okay. Woo! Plus my what perception? So that's four, 42. And since you have a keen rune in your eye. Just kidding. Um, yeah, that's great. You see there are a bunch of books. You touch some and they start to crumble or the three quarters of the pages just fall apart or the book barely opens up and the pages are all stuck together. But there are several books, about a dozen of them, on one uh, top shelf that appear to be in uh, decent shape. Um, that, that is what you notice, sir. I think uh, the books here on this shelf, this... They look important. Uh, can I reach them? You can. Xander goes over to the important books with Piercy. The two shortest people jumping in the corner. Stand on me! No, I'll stand on me! <laughs> We're bootstrapping each other. <laughs> um, and what... Do I open one up? What's Which one would you like to grab? Well, you said there's 12. There are. Are there any identifying types of like symbols or not on the, the spines they're like a, they're like an encyclopedia they are like they are definitely of a group a, a, a volume of books together okay oh and you do see uh chaloran writing that are numbers on them one through 12 okay oh number one maybe see what we're dealing with is that her? yes um, which one do we choose? Um, we, 
Jesus, he can get... We're on the third floor? You are. Before we just grab... I choose book number 12. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. With me? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I do. I choose book number ten. Six, eight. What was you going to say that, Zana? Well, I was going to look at the numbers before just uh, grabbing one of the books to take a look at what was going on. They say Vandru twelve. I mean, even I can count in Chilor, and it's a, we learned it. Sure. Because they use the Chilor and slashes. <laughs> <laughs> But the, the, the numbers aren't on the books. They're on the spines, and you're only seeing the spines currently. Okay. How many bookshelves are there? Uh, four, uh, one, two, three, four, five bookshelves. And there's one wall that does not have any writing on it at all. Correct. And then one wall has one bookshelf and then the slab. And then there's only one bookshelf that has uh, books that look to be in any good condition, and that's the one Xanner and Piercy are standing before. And Bali yep. is going to go to that one segment where there is no bookshelf. Okay. Uh, step to the side and try to shimmy the bookshelf over, uh, expecting some sort of sliding action in that regard. All right. You start to move it, and it does not move well and collapses. And there's nothing behind it. What are you doing? I'm searching. Why are you destroying the bookcases? You mentioned a stone slab in here. Yes. Is that on that wall without the bookshelf? It is on the wall with one bookshelf. Or no bookshelf now. No bookshelf. All right. Does that stone slab look like the one in the Nexus? <clears throat> no. <clears throat> what is, is there anything particularly interesting about this stone slab? You go over to it. It has several slots on it. Um, that look like uh, would hold something long, several different long things. Like, like a book? No. <laughs> like uh, a stick. Okay. And there's no writing or anything on it? There is not. Slots. Okay. And um, you recognize one of them that would fit a sword. You know weapons. Xanner, of which one we pick? Here, another bookshelf collapsing is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry! I hate books! It's getting closer to the nice one. <laughs> uh, I mean, we don't have any indication of, of what we could pick or what we couldn't. So let's start at the beginning. Xander will reach for and grab uh, book number one. Uh, Xander, you reach out and grab book number one. As soon as you do, you are zapped for 10 points of force damage as a wave of energy pulses out from the books and everyone gains the drained one condition. Whoa. You lose your level, um, which is 17 from your maximum and current hit points, and everyone is knocked to their butts. That's a not the right one. Unbeknownst to you, it also emanates about a hundred feet out from the tower as well, and afflicts several of the soldier elven oh, guards. Wow. Oh shit! I don't, Sorry. Who has all the drain cards? Xander, <laughs> uh, you're at drain two. I got one. A drain two? Yep. Shit. There's another drain in condition. Yeah, give me that one. I have a condition. I just can't God. And the book you didn't pull out in any way whatsoever. Okay, it just just hit me and yep. it just stayed there. Um, 
Okay, so Xander's going to stop grabbing things and look around some more. Uh, he's going to detect magic. Okay, you detect magic. At the books? Yes. Any other places? No, yes. Uh, at the table, the book that is there. Oh, there's a book on the table. Didn't hear that part. Good deal. Xander's going to go look at the book on the table. Not touch it. All right. Look at it. You look at the book on the table. It is an old, big book that is opened about halfway. It has a bunch of torn, dilapidated, destroyed pages, and you cannot read anything on it. Um, oh, it depends. Are you going to touch it? <laughs> Not originally. Yeah. <laughs> he really isn't. Cause, cause I, would, I wouldn't change that for, for player knowledge. Um Xander's going to go back over to the, the stone slab. Okay. Across as well. And, and obviously not detecting any magic over there. But just gonna There's no magic you detect. You believe one of the slots might fit a magic rod type thing. Hmm, okay. There's like a wizard's rod. Uh, all right. Thank um, you, Tim, for not making any joke. But Chris could not resist the smile. <laughs> I didn't... I, you know what? Uh, Xander actually is thinking of Avius. Just grab his um, immovable rod out of his pack. Oh no, no, no! That's permanently stuck somewhere. Never mind. That, that's, <laughs> immovably that's in a very so. different tower. <laughs> very different tower. You're, it's already working. You're altering he, the past. He's stone, stone priest, stop knocking bookshelves down. What? Come take a look at the, look at this rock over here. This big stone slab. You look at the rock. Go. <laughs> just throw it. What am I looking at? I don't know. You tell me. It's well, stone. It's, it's... You can talk talk to it a little bit. You can't be rude and just talk to any old stone. You don't know what you're going to hear. You have to be introduced by another stone. <laughs> it's a whole hierarchy. Well, I don't know. You start with you pebbles, see, you work your way up. You're secretive about your things with rocks, so what am I supposed to know? Yeah, but I don't like it going around. Oh, okay. Well, just known to the uh, halfling the dwarf. I'll, I'll, I won't tell anybody. Bali gets a little close and tries to uh, analyze the stone for any kind of damage, uh, any kind of uh, wear on it. Make a crafting roll. And Piercy, you feel drawn to those books, those God. ten books. But how many? That's a fake. Twelve, sorry, twelve. Xander. Yeah. Uh, help me uh, kind of tip the bookshelf. The whole shelf? Yes. I don't. I don't think that's a good I idea. Just tip it. You just see Yaro mouthing, no, I don't. I, I just got really drained by a. Uh, are you sure? Yes. No. No. That is an insane idea. Why? Well, Because when you just moved it, we got... He touched a book. That Piercy reaches just to the shelf itself, not a book. Okay. Um, nothing happens when you touch the shelf. Bali, what did you roll? Okay. Uh, a 22 in total. Uh, you see no damage on this lab. Uh, are there different types of stone, or is it all one general type This is a darker stone than the normal walls and definitely stands out. Help me tip a, tip a bookshelf. 
Yeah. Girl saying no. Can Sildren tell if they're if the magical effect that hit us is that attached directly to the books or is it something that is like an aura around the book, something protecting them? You have no means of knowing that. Piercy pulls out a short sword and puts it in between the wall and the bookshelf like a lever and okay. begins to try to tip the bookshelf forward. While he's trying to do that, Xander's trying to detect magic as fast as possible because he's not listening to anybody. What type of magic am I feeling and, and seeing around the room? At least the, the, the highest level of what type is that? Uh, that is from the books themselves, which is uh, evocation and enchantment. Okay. Another enchantment. Okay, there's it's evocation and enchantment in here, but evocation is good because that means that we could bring something up if we find the right one that we're looking for. How many desks are in here? Just the one? Just the one long table. Six, seven, eight. The one table? Um, Xander's going to crawl under the table to see if there's any writing under there. Okay. Like the desks downstairs. He gets on his back and a little card goes under. Well, there's your problem. <laughs> you see no writing scrolled on the desk. Okay. There's a picture of a Is there any? It, it's not a desk, though. It's a table. Right? It's a it's long table. Doors. Okay. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will uh, and parchment? Ollie is uh, preparing a spell. Okay. Um, Waiting for whatever dramatic stuff is going on over here. Xander's gonna go to the book on the on the desk. Uh, it, it, it's open, right? That, that's what he was looking at. He could see that there's writing in there, but it's it's pretty much messed up. It, mm -hmm. It's not closed, so mm -hmm. I can't see the spine. Uh, Xander will he will grab the book to uh, see if he can see what's on the cover. The book does not move. It seems quite attached to the table. You oh. believe by a magical force. Okay. Perhaps the enchantment force or something else. Um, does anything else happen? No. I don't get zapped? No. Can't. Sure? Yes. Just checking. Still can't read the language? Uh, I, yeah, Xander will perceive it. It's just... Cannot read anything from that book. All right. It is worn out and old. Looks like it's from the game Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly squiggles. Speaking of Fallout, Piercy, what are you doing? <laughs> Trying to pry this bookcase forward. Okay, you can pry it forward. You want to knock it over? I want to tip it and try and shimmy it and jiggle it enough to get those books to fall out. Okay. Uh, the books do not fall out, even at a weird, precarious angle. Okay. Then I just lay it back against the wall. Down on the ground. No, Drop uh, it over? Back against the wall. Back against the wall. All right. There's a thud, and the bookcase is solid. Uh, the books are there, stuck. Try to get it out. Well, I tried to pull one out. That's when we all just got... I know. Piercy reaches I was for... just being a troublemaker. <laughs> <laughs> What's that Silver's, elbow? Silver's hand comes what? up. You ready for a back slap? that shit right What's out. What's that elbow doing? <laughs> Cocking up, buddy. Salute. <laughs> Wally begins casting a spell. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Everyone's looking at you to save the day here, Grizzler. What, what book did you grab? I did not. Xander picked number one. Number one. Uh, Bali performs a minor ritual uh, and adorns the floor while you all are talking back there with more uh, of a uh, different rocks and whatnot. He keeps pulling out of his cloak and setting them about in a particular way. Uh, gets on his knees and addresses the spirits of the stone. Okay. Uh, specifically, this very specific stone. Uh, and says something akin to, 
Yeah, this, this is an old tower. <clears throat> uh, he says, uh, Ancient spirits of this place, you've wandered and made this your home, and I beseech you now in the name of the Stone Father to assist me in this place. Within these walls, these markings and these stones, they are caused to reveal something, but I know not what. Impart your wisdom to me so that we may succeed in what we do in Dogod's name. And what spell are you casting? This is Stone Tell. Okay. Stone Tell. Uh, natural while stone is not intelligent, you speak with the natural spirits of the stone, which a person, okay, blah, blah, blah. a stone's perspective from a worldview that doesn't concern stones may, can mostly answer about creature. Okay. Um, make a religion roll, please. Religion. Religion. I will spend a hero point and try to bump this with a plus one. Okay. With his plus one. Comes just shy of that. Uh, So that was uh, 38 in total. With a 38, the stone on the floor next to you rises an inch and then drops. And the stone next to that rises and drops. And the stone next to that rises and drops. And the stone next to that rises and drops. Xander uh, steps aside as another one rises and drops. And a small little line of rising and then returning stones head towards the stairs back down. Get out. <laughs> and then you see the topmost stair rise and drop. And you hear more grinding sounds from the stairs. Yaru will, will pursue. Yaru, yeah. you go down. You can see Sildren step by that. step. The, the steps rise and <laughs> rise and drop and rise and drop, going down to the next floor beneath. There you see another line of stones rise and drop and rise and drop with a line. Um, and they continue down more stairs and go all the way down to the bottom floor where there's a small little line and then they stop right at the open, clear door. So it's another way out, essentially. Are we all following? Did we all follow? Mm-hmm. I mean, Sildren did. Sildren said he did. I, I'm so following your route. tall people went? Yeah. Oh, um, um, uh, uh, Taller than a gnome, halfling, and rat. Small yes. correction, or small um, verification. The left side of the open, clear door at the ground floor. Left side, what? That's where the stone went. And then the last stone right next to it rises and stops, and there's no more movement. So six. That's. I like that answer. Uh, Bolly makes a mad dash back upstairs. Okay. And says six. Percy grabs book number six. Uh, you grab book number six, Piercy. You take no damage and no emanation of energy uh, goes out at all. And instead, 
you hear a voice of, oh, what has happened? And you see there is a ghost sitting upon the large chair. Not any spirit you've run into, thankfully, today, uh, but a different ghost who sits around and looks up kind of confused and sees you. And he gives you a just a quick uh, little nod of his head and a, uh, a Chaloran phrase you may not know mixed with some common language of a greeting. And he says, welcome, friends. Uh, Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. <laughs> uh, one, one more time. <laughs> and uh we will stop there for tonight <laughs> thank you so much for joining us tonight uh this was great very uh interesting change for our tower uh we're uh looking forward to joining you uh next week and continue our adventures and we'll see what happens then and thanks so much <laughs> good night bye, bye. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.